0: To the Good Times Are Killing Us podcast is your guest host Matty and I'm joined today by Mark.
1: Yo 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 yo. We're
0: K- back. K
1: Town.
0: And
2: David. Hey howdy y'all. How y'all doing tonight?
1: And this is the podcast where we explore the history, the good, the bad, and the ugly and the most controversial people movements and organizations in our modern world. We'll tell you the story, then we'll give you our take.
2: And look y'all, today we're get, we're talking about country rap or as it's more commonly known, hick hop baby. <laughs> Woo, we're going to the home country, the the Southland. <laughs> we're going in it baby. Today we're talking about hick hop. We're getting country, we're getting rap. Are y'all ready for this fellas? I am, but before we go down to the Dixie land, <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: Make sure you guys follow us on Facebook at the Good Times Are Killing Us Podcasts on Instagram at Good Times Killing Us Podcast, and on the Twitter, at good underscore times underscore dead. Mm-hmm. Hold up,
2: hold up, Mark. I, I do believe, I think we have, a, I do declare, I I, I do, <laughs> do, do 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 declare that I believe K-Town has a tweet for us today. Today, Junior? K-Town, why don't you go ahead and read that tweet you got here. So,
3: I shared an article about how Steel Reserve is being discontinued. The certified hood classic, the 211 40 ounce Steel Reserve. Not 211. So I shared so. that and I posted. Damn, my dead father would have been losing it at the loss of Steel Reserve. He probably would have called them up and lied about swallowing a bunch of pills to get them to stay, <laughs> like he did with me and my mother. LOL.
1: <laughs> Literally, our our
2: our Twitter is just like like it just our fans are like your therapist. Yeah,
1: say it's like it's like a what it's like the psychology couch where you letting out whatever. Anyway, if you want that content, if you want that content, you have to follow us on the Twitter for that. That's the only place you can get that. But also make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You know, I don't know if there's anywhere else you can rate and review us. I, I mean, you can leave
2: place. you can leave a review on Facebook, uh, Amazon if you buy our great products, which we. Don't sell. I mean, we'll review or anything. You,
3: can you, um, can you guys go and like just leave a review on Yelp?
1: Yeah, yeah. You, Amazon, Yelp, Facebook, wherever. But the most important place to leave its review is on Apple Podcast because it helps us. In the algorithms on Apple Podcasts and Google.
2: And seriously, we're probably going to need it on this episode in particular because, in the past, when we've done episodes like this where things can be a little bit controversial, a little bit tricky, we do tend to get a lot of negative reviews from people who don't (laughs) like our takes. So, please, if you like what we're doing, we need your support. Leave us a review. And if you do leave us a review, guess what? We'll read
1: it right here on the cast, motherfucker.
2: Hey, baby.
1: (laughs) We'll read it right (laughs) here on the cast. We'll
3: read it,
2: you son
1: of a bitch. You stone bitch. I was a snake in my boot. Anyway, we got a new review right now from a uh, 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 listener, JoJoCS on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. It says, hey, guys. I mostly listen to true crime podcasts, but I love you guys as a palate cleanser. The Nicolas Cage episodes were my favorite so far. Thanks, Michelle.
3: Hey, hey, Michelle, thank
1: you. Well, I'm tipping my hat to you, cowgirl. Hey, thank tips, you. tips to hey, you, hey, cowgirl. Hey, Hey, Michelle.
3: <laughs> Tipping their hats to you.
2: You made a grown man cry tonight, Michelle. <laughs> what can I say? That means a lot to me.
3: You're prettier than the Star Spangled Banner playing on the 4th of July while the fireworks again. going.
2: <laughs> Woo! God <laughs> damn, yeah, brother. Yeah.
1: God
3: bless America.
2: God bless
1: America. <laughs> and no place else. <laughs> All right. <so>. <laughs> 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 We're doing doing it already. We're off the rails already. So okay. So reel it in, y'all. So
2: speaking (laughs) of America, so let's get into hick hop, a very American musical movement and tradition. So where are we coming from as people? Before we started doing research for this episode, what did you know about hick hop? And also, what is your kind of familiarity with like that culture, that kind of like Southern culture?
1: Uh, so before doing this research, I would have said little to none, like uh. I don't i i think I'd maybe seen a video or two on Facebook or on YouTube, and I just like didn't really notice it, but it wasn't too long ago, maybe a couple of months ago I saw a friend of mine on Facebook post a whole thing about the genre, and then I saw the name Hickhop, hop and he was like offended at it and everything, and he posted huh. it, and I was like, What is this and and of course, you know, in the back of my like podcaster brain, I was like it's an episode that's what it is yeah
2: <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting you mentioned that because like yeah hick hop is kind of considered like a pejorative thing to say about like what country rap is but we'll get to that later
1: yeah so i would have said little to none but as um as we i've done some of the research over the last couple of weeks I, I i've seen that maybe maybe i knew a little bit more about it or at least the proto stuff than i thought i knew
0: yeah so i i kind of have known about this genre for Quite some time. We're, none of
3: us are surprised. <laughs> Look,
2: this is why we had you
3: on, Matthew Asper. <laughs> literally, literally, we've been saying the no, entire but, time we've done research that, like, in another life, this would have been. <laughs> yeah, oh you could have been a young artist. Yeah, right. You could have been I young, a young. I, I could have been the next. Could have been Up a Church. young Cal- Adam Calhoun. Yep. Yep. Oh, no, no, oh no! no! No no! no, no,
0: no, no, no. no. I hate transgenders. <laughs> <Stop. laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I'd I'd seen some stuff. Like I saw some Upchurch videos like a long time ago and you know back when he was just doing like videos when
1: he was just ryan
0: yeah and <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know
1: ryan from youtube <laughs> but uh
0: <laughs> then i saw you know he had gotten into music or whatever so i knew about some of the stuff and like you know i there's a lot more stuff that i realize now is probably closer to like hop than i thought it was and like yeah, same. definitely growing up, my dad listened to country all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like road trips, all that stuff, I always had to listen to country. I grew up and I was like, Yeah, I don't, I, I you know, I don't really like country, but like, whatever. But I you, still you, know the songs, yeah, the songs
1: that your parents listen yeah, to, yeah. you kind of know those songs and maybe even grow a little fun. For yeah, them yeah, definitely. You
0: know? I mean, we always do Chattahoochee. That's yeah, you know, Chattahoochee
1: is like different. That's like, a, nah. I don't know, it's become like a nah. national. Yeah. Like a national hit, like for some reason. No. So I
2: think out of all of us, you probably come into this episode with the most fondness for the country kind of energy and sound. Would you? S- uh, fondness? I well, because wanted- you used to grow uh, well, grew up with yeah, it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
2: Maybe maybe and- not even
0: fondness, but familiarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah, good yeah, catch. Yeah. That's what I mean. I was trying to get at. It. I'm like. Mm.
2: So right. so for me, like with, with Hiccup, is like I I honestly had no real idea that it existed. I mean. When we did our Tom McDonald episode, uh, mm-hmm. I definitely was exposed to a little bit of hip hop stuff, like, because he has done songs with other hip hop artists mm-hmm. um, and kind of has that similar aesthetic. I mean, in general. Uh, but who sh-
1: He who shall not be named.
2: Yeah, we gotta stop giving him power. Yeah, yeah. That nah, I think
1: it's alright to lift the veil for this episode, because there are some connections. Yeah,
2: that's a very direct connection. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I had no real uh, familiarity with hop. And also for country music, I've always been kind of like the person who is not really super into country. Um, I'm also not really as much into rap as a lot of people. There's definitely a lot of rap that I like. Uh, but like with country, there's like pretty much zip to none. Um however, you know, one thing that we probably should mention is all of us are Virginia boys. So we're kind of in that <laughs> weird spot. <laughs> Woo! So we're in that yeah, we- we're in that weird spot up, where like
3: down, baby.
2: we like has you know, as has Virginians I think we kind of have that unique identity as being like technically a southern state. But, like, we are definitely, like, uh, diluted from, like, northern influence. And we are pretty much a blue state now, for all intents and purposes. So we, I think, kind of had that weird, weird...
1: We're,
0: like, poser southern.
2: Exactly, exactly. and a lot
0: of southern people say that about people from Virginia. Like, that's a whole thing. It's, like, an argument. It's been an argument for years.
2: You're not southern. You're not
0: southern. You're from Virginia.
2: Yeah, so point is there's probably going to be a few uh, actual country people who listen to this and who are like, well, I'm turning it off right now. I don't give a shit about anything they say cuz they're from Virginia. Virginia. What the hell? New York City. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's where I'm coming from with all this.
1: <laughs> K-Town, where are you coming from with hip hop? Where did where
3: did it you hit your radar? I mean, I've I've known about hip hop. I I live in the trenches. In the trenches of the internet. Mm-hmm. I've seen this grenade coming for a while. (laughs) I've been tracking this skid for a little while. now. you know, I've always fucking hated it. And, like, I know the reason why I hate it, but there was something else that just really fucked with me about it. And we hit it in the pre-show, right? And, yeah, dude, it finally fucking dawned on me. Hick-Hop is just fucking Juggalo. It's
1: another
2: another other flavor of
0: Juggalo.
1: It's
3: another flavor of Juggalo. Like, Hick-Hop artists and Juggalo artists are the same fucking thing. Well,
2: well, it's kind of it? perfect that, like, we have the exact same lineup of hosts on this episode as we had almost two years ago on our juggalo. Well,
3: hasn't, like, shit? Yellow
0: Wolf, like, been in some, like, at one half, of the, I'm, the I'm sure the Jen, gatherings. Like, half of
3: these people have been yeah, at yeah. the gathering. Yeah, he's been the gathering. Yeah, I'm
0: definitely. sure a bunch of them have. Oh, dude, have. yeah, Big yeah.
3: Smoke yeah. He's definitely
1: yeah. been to the gathering. He
3: sounds like Violent J, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: like, at
1: least 30%
2: of these guys sound like Violent
1: J. Yeah, that's
3: true. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, yeah. so, like, I've been listening to, like, Kid Rock,
2: all right, so y'all ready to get into the history, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly of Hiccup? Yeehaw, Started in brother.
3: 1776, <laughs> when Thomas Jefferson signed the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Yeehaw, that was brother. a true beginning. And then the liberals came and ruined it all. <laughs> and ruined it all.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a wild one. Okay, so what, so yeah, 10 minutes in, and let's talk about what hiccup even is so hiccup is another name for country rap a genre of music that blends the instrumentation and themes of country music with those of rap music obviously while also focusing on some of the common themes between both genres as well as their respective cultural roots
3: have you ever listened to nwa and then imagine like what if it was like five white dudes Instead of black dudes, and they were extremely racist. I'm
1: not even gonna, um, I'm, yeah. See, we. I'm, I'm not even gonna joke, and we're gonna get to more details in these artists later. But fucking literally, Moccasin Creek and Demon Jones have a N.W.A. cover of Boys in the Hood, and get wow. this, shocking, it's called Boys in the Woods. Oh. <laughs> I meant to play that <laughs> before uh, we got this started, but <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like that.
2: Well, I mean, you know, I I don't think that's like the defining trait of all of this for sure. Is like, I mean, I you I mean, as with anything, when you're going down to like the South, when we're dealing with this kind of cultural context, you're kind of brushing shoulders with that element no matter what. But real quick, y'all just want to get into like, let's set the picture. Yeah.
1: yeah, What kind
2: of world are we dealing with? For a hiccup. So, here are a couple common themes you're going to see. We got trucks. Mudding. muddin', Dirt roads. Hay. The holler. The holler. What is what is the holler? We talked about this.
1: So, like, the holler is like an open space in the woods where you could hang?
3: Oh well, you don't even know what a holler is. <laughs> How you gonna sit on there and talk on my video? <laughs> damn. and be like you don't know what a damn holler Come is. Come on, brother, you know what
2: a goddamn holler is. Well,
0: obviously you ain't one of them holler boys. <laughs> Clearly, I'm sorry, y'all caught me city slicking.
3: I'm sorry. Damn, <laughs> we got you again. a holler back, girls. What you is? Goddamn
2: right, brother. Because we also got <laughs> barns. We're going fishing we're wearing cowboy hats. There's animals everywhere. I own animals. There are animals in the woods. I got
3: wildlife tattoos. Hold on. I'm not seeing no big titty women up there with Confederate flag bikinis that don't. We're getting there, brother. God damn it. Hold on. They don't twerk and they know how to
2: swim. (laughs) I'm talking big fields, forest, acoustic guitars, you know, just country life, brother. Uh, But we're also dealing with some fun stuff. We're dealing with beer, moonshine, and skull.
1: Yeah, skull. We gotta dip. You gotta dip.
2: Yeah, but here's where it becomes hick hop. We're also smoking blunts and listening to rap music. Hell yeah,
1: we're listening to some rap. We love Tupac.
2: Yeah, I think that's like the clear. That's one of the clearest differences between country music and hick hop. Is like it's very openly about. Smoking weed, like a lot of songs are and, about that,
1: and openly inspired by rap. A lot, a lot of it is. It's kind of yeah. like you were saying yeah. earlier, though. There's a lot of different uh, lanes to go in with hip hop.
3: It's a, it's a little T Pain mixed <laughs> with a little George Strait. Because you have
1: some, some hip hop that's straight up just rapping about, uh, uh, like you know, redneck life over like a uh, country beat, or you have some hip hop that's just like singing a country song over a rap beat. And then and, and like every variation in between. So there's a lot of different like
3: You know what generally upsets me that I haven't heard a single time during all this research? No no ham horns. Yeah, no uh, one's no one yeah. man. Horns like go. I, like I need some ham. Like I'm surprised some I of like those Adam Calhoun videos. Like if some ham horn coming in, that should come in hot. It would. It
1: would. It could really it drop the beat. Look, brother,
2: it ain't no ham no. Ham, <laughs> ham horns <laughs> in the woods. No, you need a train
0: horn <laughs> that gotcha! I put on my truck. <laughs> okay cuz I'm put, working brother put
1: that damn—it's the coal mining bell to let you know it's lunchtime that's the only horn I know I'm
3: working <laughs>
2: I'm working so I ask for no damn race but here's the thing is uh, a town you've kind of already got into this but like another like very big element of hiccups since it is like a distinctly southern American thing they are very openly Republican and a lot of groups <laughs> Even openly wave the Confederate battle flag. Uh, Wait a minute,
3: wait a minute. You mean to tell me if I'm not supposed to get offended when they wave the gay flag, you're not supposed to get offended when I raise my loser flag, okay?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be a major through line of this episode, is like that element of it. I mean, the Republican side, I'm not really that. Like yeah. you know, whatever, but um, it's like
1: weird flex, but okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah the the Confederate battle flag thing. Come i vote for no the Joe Confe- Yeah,
3: the,
1: yeah, the Confederate thing is like really kind of where it's like, oh god, man. Yeah. Some A lot of this shit would would be a lot more all right with me if it wasn't so proudly boasting and, the fucking... Hey, and, and if, you're, if
3: you're at this point in the podcast and you're getting offended by us saying the Confederate flag is whack, fuck you. Don't listen anymore. I hate
2: you. Or at least keep listening and try to, like, keep an open mind and maybe change your mind and then go do the right thing.
1: Here's out. Here's out, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. Alright, so let's get into the origins of hop. So, the origins of the correlation between rap and country music could be traced to early country recordings that utilize this sort of stylized spoken word aesthetic, like Tex Williams, smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette... The other night, I had a date with the cutest little girl in the 48 states, a hybrid uptown fancy little date. Charlie Daniels, The Devil Went Down to Georgia. When the devil finished, Johnny said, well, you're pretty good, old son. But
0: sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done. Found on the mountain, run, boys,
2: guns. And Johnny Cash's, a boy named Sue. Well, I grew up quick and I grew up mean. My fist got hard, my
1: wits got keen. Rome from town to town to hide my shame. But I made me a vow to the moon and stars. I'd search the humpy tongs and bars and kill that man and give me that awful name. Oh, so you mean they was fast talking?
2: Exactly. That's that's really all it is. It was like I mean that's it, fast talking with rhymes, speaking in a way that could be like tangentially compared to like modern rap in a way. Yo, so why is
0: there not like an auctioneer that's a hick hop rapper that's like Buster Rhymes with the shit? You know, he's like hip like, hop hasn't off. gone in the, in yeah. the
1: like amigos uh, lane
0: yet. Yeah, but yeah but no, it does. They, they ain't going off yet. Like what? you need an you need like a. Auctioneer that's auctioning off pigs and shit. True. The yeah. Fast talking he goes in
1: that direction, Bro. dude. They're gonna scoop up and off- auctioneer yeah. real quick. Yeah. You got. To. Hey there,
2: brother. One, two, three. Trying to get sheep. 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 I'm trying to fuck my sheep. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to go. That, that wasn't me. That was talking. All right. So th- the point is, like, none of these artists were like rapping, obviously, but it does kind of show that through line connection between hip hop and country music that existed before hip hop really existed. Is just the sheer fact of like understanding that like how where the lane is how does hi- how did hip-hop ever sneak into country you can kind of see it with these songs i would say
3: yeah oh and, you, they probably didn't have the borders up and they just climbed over and just came right in and made themselves at home <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, the crazy
1: thing is that hip-hop and rap like it's crazy the sounds are very similar man
3: oh is that all in my head?
2: <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely a few like through lines. I mean for sure. I mean they're both kind of like uh like speaking truth to like uh experiences that are not always like expressed in like the mainstream or Hollywood or the whatever. Yeah, news or like or
0: just their their lifestyles. You know, rap, you know, speaks about this type of lifestyle, this is it's speaking about the country lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. They're speaking about the
1: life that they're right. living. They're speaking about their struggles and stuff. And, like, speaking about being the underdog. It's very... And then also speaking... There's another uh, similarity the- with rap and country where it's, like, this... Kind of like you're living this out... Living on the other side of the law.
2: It's kind of like, like the outlaw is, like, the country's equivalent of, like, the gangster. Um, So the very notion of this hybrid genre could arguably trace its roots to David and Howard Bellany's 1987 single titled Country Rap. We got
0: pickup trucks.
2: The Bellamy brothers were known for their unique combinations of country and other genres, such as like reggae, funk, and disco. So, country rap was just their version of doing like, uh, of mixing the cultural aesthetics of country music with those of the increasingly popular genre of 1980s hip hop.
1: See, but that song was weird. I don't know. Like, were they talking about Were they talking about rap? Or were they talking about like food?
2: That's a weird song because, like, I, I think it's it's so lost on us. Like, I mean, that's 1987. So, like, I think like a, a country man's version of like that particular version of of like hip hop is just like we can't could even have, see the yeah, correlation could nowadays. Have been anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you listen to that song now, it just sounds like country shit. We got
1: fat fatbacks. That's a fact. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I don't even know.
2: So in 1996, a country music artist named Neil McCoy made a more direct attempt to combine the musical aesthetics of country, rock, and rap in his song "Hillbilly Rap." But it was a total novelty song that just uses like this Beastie Boys style guitar riff uh, and drums has the background for just a fast talking rap part.
1: Yeah, and he's actually rapping about the dude from uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Like it's actually the story (laughs) of the. It's like the. It's like the opening credits of Beverly Hillbillies just rapped at you by this country singer.
0: A story about a man named Jed. A poor man.
2: Yeah, which is, it's a good thing to mention because, like, yeah, that this was, like, mainstream type of stuff. Like, it's like, yeah, y'all seen the Beverly Hillbillies? I'm Neil McCoy. I got a song called Hillbilly Rap. Like, He even has, like, a whole shtick where, like, midway through the song, he takes off a uh, cowboy hat and puts <laughs> on a sideways, like, uh, baseball cap.
1: It's got to be sideways or else he, you won't get the joke.
2: Yeah, he's like, get it, I'm mixing country with rap.
1: He does a lot of, like, I guess, like, what would have been popular at the time, like, hip-hop poses, like, crosses his arms. and like, Yeah. And the, it's really weird. I don't know, like, it definitely doesn't hold up. I don't know who would, like, want to see that.
2: Yeah, like, the Bellamy brothers and Neil McCoy were just kind of doing, like, a shtick. Like, the, the combination of country and rap was just, like, a, a silly novelty to them. Uh, but in 1999, there would be a country rapper that would fully connect both worlds, with none other than your boy Kid Rock and his hit single "Cowboy."
1: Now, I was definitely banging this shit when I was like in middle school. Like, this was like this was on TRL. Like, when I was a kid. Like, and so this was a banger. Like, I love this song, and this is probably at the time the most seamless version of this mix of the two. Cause he's actually rapping about cows and shit And being a cowboy country shit And he's rapping like you know A popular style of rap at the time And this was also You could see a crossover between what Kid Rock Was doing with this song and this album And new Metal So yeah, for there's sure, a big yeah. catch all with Kid Rock And Rebel Without a Cause This album or whatever Devil Without a Cause Whatever the name this album was in like 1999 This was a big catch all for like Maybe country people, rap people And fucking new Metal people
2: that's a good point because yeah, in in the late '90s is when you're really seeing that like rock and rap mixture, and, and Kid Rock just took it to the next level. He's yeah. like, let's make, let's get like country rock with rap. I mean, like, yeah,
0: Kid Rock was doing his thing, but. Uh, I don't really think I vibe with that song like that. I mean, like now I hear it, I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, you know, I probably heard it a lot more than you I. You mean know,
3: young Matthew who was singing "Chattahoochee" wasn't vibing to Kid Rock.
0: I just, I, my dad didn't listen to Kid Rock, so I wasn't, kid, I wasn't kid rocking up and down the coast, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got a lot of really similar themes with, like, ra- like with rap. Like, it's pretty much, again, it's kind of like the outlaw gangster equivalent where they're just talking about, like, hoes, violence, drugs, and just not giving a fuck. And there's even that line, I ain't straight out of Compton, I'm straight out the trailer. Like, you just, like, connect the dots, you know?
1: People were definitely vibing with that. Everybody in the trailers was loving that.
2: Yeah, so while Kid Rock definitely created the template for future hip hop artists, and uh, 2001 was often cited as the true beginning of the genre, as it's known today with the song Ugly by Georgia native Bubba Sparks. I ain't choose to rhyme, rhyming chose me, so I hit the track running like a nosebleed, life ain't great now.
1: Now, dude, I didn't really, like, I wasn't really big on Bubba Sparks. I knew him as a name, like, but, uh... Yo,
0: you're not Booty, 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 Booty... Oh, well, yeah, everywhere. that's what I'm saying. I knew, I
1: knew, I knew that song and stuff, but I didn't know, like, that, like... When he came out, like, with this ugly song, that really kicked all this shit off. Like, yeah. he really set the template of what it could be, and, um, a lot of the artists that we'll talk about later and that come up are really just like clones of clones of Bubba Sparks yeah (laughs) he he like grandfathered all of this shit so in a a weird way of like you know a lot of this is the history but Bubba Sparks kind of like put it together in a way that was like packageable and he was like co-signed by Timberland and and, and Missy at the time so like
0: which I totally did not see that as like an origin like I when I think Bubba Sparks I'm not like oh he started this yeah yeah what but okay, it makes it does sense. does not click with me, but, like, now it makes sense after seeing, you know, the videos and, mm-hmm. you know, connecting yeah. the dots there. Yeah,
2: like, I, I think that there, there were probably, like, people that were kind of doing a country rap thing, like, probably in, like, some backwards somewhere or whatever, but I feel like Bubba Sparks is, like, when it's, like, Alright, hiccup is really a thing Like here's someone who is not doing it Has a novelty He's actually a pretty good rapper And he's he's vetted by some very serious people Like, and quick outs real quick uh, This song was produced by Timbaland Who is from our home city of Norfolk, Virginia Yo,
1: we didn't know that Shouts to Timbaland We knew he was from Virginia But we didn't know he was straight up from Ocean
2: View. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OB for life, baby. And he's also got featured by Missy Elliott, who's from Portsmouth. He's from
1: Portsmouth. Which Portsmouth. we, honestly, we never brag about If we're being honest, we never brag no, about Portsmouth. Yeah, Portsmouth
2: yeah, flag, yeah, I guess know, that is kind of like, shitty of us. You
0: know. <laughs> Nobody brags about Portsmouth.
2: <laughs> I think that's interesting, though, It's like, Bubba Sparks, like like we were talking about earlier, like, Bubba Sparks is like, it, it's a perfect situation that he gets uh, kind of co-signed, basically, by two people that are from Virginia. Again, a state which is like, Right on the in between between the south, which is defined by country music musically, and in the north, which is definitely more of a hotbed for uh rap music. But
1: yeah, this is a I, I've been thinking about this, this whole research cycle about how like Virginia is it's is the perfect place for this because I can see the dude who was raised in Suffolk and like on the farm and like you know living that life, meanwhile, listening to Lil Wayne constantly in 2007. Like, well, you know, we- that's how you get this. Brand of person You know This identity
0: Yeah we definitely Have like a good Mixture of both Like you Absolutely. have The rural areas Like I mean I'm sure most Places we do We also
3: have a Heavy dollop Of Navy Yeah yeah. yeah no, so no.
0: that brings
1: in Like this whole yeah. Weird mix But it's not weird At all And I'm sure I don't know About you guys But I definitely Had that kind of Like super country friend who like literally lived in the woods but like drove like a Tahoe with fucking 24s or something on it and, like, and, and listen to like you know <laughs> you know listen to like fucking uh, Styles P or some shit like that, you know?
2: Yeah, that's definitely the unique thing about living in Virginia, is, like, especially, like, where we live in Southeast Virginia, we're kind of, like, I mean, we're all basically city boys here. Yeah, we're, like,
1: we're some city slickers, man. We're, we're going to be honest. We're going to level with you. We're really just some city slickers. Yeah,
2: brother, I'm just a city slicker. I'm sorry. I can't help it. But what I will say is, like, I definitely have connected with a fair amount of people who are from the south because the south is right there and yeah like the old drummer for our band accident-prone was from Suffolk so like Suffolk is specifically a very rural town and I kinda got to see like by hanging out with him I got to kind of see like how this mix happens like people that like fucking love country music but also, just like listen to rap music, reg- like constantly.
1: It's those lives, those lifestyles rub shoulders very much out here in Virginia.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, and this song is like so perfect because it directly connects rap sounds um, to themes of just average country life. So, like, we're listening to rap music, but in the music video for Ugly, we just got a bunch of country boys drinking beers and wrestling pigs in the mud.
1: Yeah, playing in the mud. You know, when I pull up my truck and stick it in the mud, you know yeah. what's up.
2: But Timbaland's in the background this time. Like, <laughs> now
1: <instead> got, <laughs> Yeah, now we got <laughs> Missy and Timlin on the tractor. We got Timbo on my granddaddy's tractor.
2: Yeah. So
1: Imagine that. (laughs)
2: So, Look at us. Another notable thread that was linking the worlds of country and hip-hop was a Kentucky-based group Nappy Roots, which primarily used the vocal and instrumentation styles of rap and R&B while confronting common country music themes of rural poverty, such as in the music video for their single "Po' Folks, which dropped in 2002.
1: See, I definitely had heard the Nappy Roots like, name before, but I wasn't really familiar with their stuff. But, like, yeah, they definitely are are, are, are filling in this kind of, like, this this whole thing, filling it out. Nappy before a bit, knee-deep, head over heels in this country. been hey. but it really don't matter no more. And they wonder why we had this way. Now, gonna be
3: okay. I've been here all my life.
0: Everybody gets to know where everybody
3: Down home, good old-fashioned people. It's country. I like it. <sighs> Nothing better than that, man.
0: I just love Kentucky.
2: Yeah, that song is really endearing. Like, it's a straight up, like, just rap. I mean, more, more definitely an R and B song. Yeah, but it's just like, hey, here's documenting the lives of poor, poor rural people.
1: Yeah, just living that real life. We're just small folk out here. We don't, we don't like all that city slicking.
2: Yeah. So by the mid-2000s, with the rising popularity of rap as a mainstream pop genre, there was one particular mainstream country song that stood out from the crowd by taking cues from hip-hop sensibilities, and that song was Big and Rich's 2004 single, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy.
1: Now, I've definitely... I know we've all heard this song in, like, bars and shit, but was this song big, like, back yeah, in the day? Yeah, no, no. It yeah, was, it was, it yeah. Was big. Was it? Yes. Wow. Yeah.
0: Dude, like, literally, I've seen Tinder profiles of girls with that. Like... On their shit.
2: It's still a whole identity. Yeah, like yeah. that's
0: a, like that's all they have. Like, I'll
3: ride your dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm the country Western music.
0: Yes. Yeah. If that, you're that's, pro- all, that's a whole personality. It's like
3: <laughs> I'm into country music yeah. and I like fucking That's the last twelve hoes Maddie's been through.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like Tinder profiles where there's like uh, just they're holding a fish, they got a gun, they're like save a hoist for a cowboy, they're just like, Look, I'm a southern girl. Like,
1: yeah. this song is kind of wild. Like, I mean it's not wild. it's not really wild but like it's kind of stupid. Yeah, they're
0: not southern girls They're southern bells Southern bells Oh shit
2: Yeah this song Like I think it's whole thing Is it's kind of like Using a little bit more Of the overt sexuality Of a lot of rap music At the time And just putting it In like a country vibe While oh. really Well really it, it By doing that It actually seems more Like some like 80's hair metal Type of shit Honestly like, Yeah it, This is, is a more This is more in common With Motley Crue Than it has With any like Rap artist really. But
1: no But now that you say that I can definitely see that At the time And like the early aughts And stuff like this would not seem as weird as it does now. Like this overly sexualized country western fucking yeah. marching band video. It's like why are all these chicks like licking their teeth and fucking kissing at me in this? Dude, video? look
2: at Lil Wayne's lollipop in this. Yeah, know?
1: in this PG thirteen video. But yeah, in 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 the context of that time period, yeah, it makes total sense.
0: I mean, they're basically doing the same thing. Like that's the whole thing of it. It's like they're taking some of the like you know you see a rap music video and there's a bunch of girls in the back shaking their asses and yeah R and B music yeah yeah but see video. the thing
3: is I hold everything uh that way to uh, Jay Z's Big Pimpin' video and like I'm sorry these videos ain't hitting the same <laughs> yeah true. I mean I. No, I, I mean it's not gonna.
1: I mean, save a saber horse rider cowboy. It's not gonna hold a candle to Big Pimpin'. Though, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, no one's. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. just, say, I'm I, just I, saying, like it's a good standard. It's a good. The the, heart, the heart's, the
3: heart's not there. Like yeah. Jay Z put his heart into them hoes. <laughs> no <That, laughs> Big Pimpin'. And, like, I mean, he Z- didn't, didn't love them though. He didn't love them. <laughs>
1: Wasn't yeah, he, his heart? Yeah, <laughs> my boy ain't <laughs> love them. He didn't love them though. <laughs> we ain't love these
2: hoes. Don't worry, he didn't love them. <laughs> he really didn't. You heard it here first. So. So um, a similar song that also uses rap sensibilities from this time period uh, um, was Trace Adkins' "Honky Tonk Badonkadonk,"
1: which is another dumbass song. Sorry, (laughs) I'm sorry, but Uh,
3: again, again, holding holding big pimpin as the the standard the standard. Honky tonk Badonka donk ain't have no Badonka donks, man. It's true. I mean, it really
1: did. <laughs> not. The video is trash. And there was a all, there was but... a
3: guy with a t-shirt tucked into skin tight jeans with a ponytail
1: coming out of his cowboy that hat that was
3: at least forty eight.
1: I mean, please, I I couldn't really confirm this. I watched this video, it, it, like like it's really up, extensively. It was just to see this, but it, there's no way that wasn't coming out of the oh above oh, the brim of his cowboy hat.
0: It it was it's. It's literally a boomer trying to like use the lingo like ba-donk-a-donk. He yeah, the, learned a new word and he was like, "I'm going run with this." He had four fingers that get said me
1: badonk, and uh, I'm guessing a donk on the <laughs> other one. <laughs> like, look, like it's a donk. I'm not
2: saying it's like a donk ba-donk-a-donk. It, that like, should a donk. <laughs> so also in 2004, the connection between R&B and country was being further linked with Nelly's single for "Over and Over," a song which features none other than Tim McGraw on the God chorus.
0: Damn, bop. Ba- because
4: it's all in my head I think about it over, over and over again. again I
2: can't keep picturing
4: you with
1: And it hurts so bad Yeah, Cause it's all in my head Ah, uh, yes, bro. over and over again Because it was all in our heads
2: Yeah I think this is one of the bigger kind of like connections a lot of people saw. Like even like in like full mainstream, a lot of people knew about this song.
1: I feel like this song could have been in movies. If it wasn't in movies, they really left some money on the table. Yeah, it was.
2: Uh, it was in like a Kevin
3: Hart romantic comedy. Okay, good, good. <laughs> no, no, glad. no. I was being sarcastic. Uh, uh, they should have. It could that. be. They Cause it's that. all in my head. I'm thinking about it over and over again. Uh, I we might get, we might get copyrighted because it sounds that good. Of <laughs> <laughs> we ought to be chill. You know this shit's yeah, too good out, for you to out. sing. And that that it hurts really so
2: bad. Yeah, so I
1: f- can't go on, not loving you.
2: So while rap and country had done their fair share of mixing over the years, it wasn't until 2005 that the genre would be given its official title when a black country singer named Cowboy Troy dropped his single, I Play Chicken With The Train. That's
1: with- <gasps> impossible. <laughs> oh, a black country singer? Impossible.
2: <laughs> yeah, brother. And in the music video, the very first shot is a marquee that reads, Tonight, Cowboy Troy Hick
1: Hop. <laughs> so that's it. That beat gave it a name. Uh-huh,
4: uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Hold them up, here we go. All the hicks and chicks feel the flow. Big black train coming round the bend. Go on, Ken tell your mom them. Chugga-lugga,
3: chugga-lugga, chugga-lugga.
4: Ooh, the big black
1: neck coming through you. This song... Sucks. <laughs> it's <laughs> terrible. Like, it's honestly, so it
2: is a really bad uh, song. Like with the train, with train play chicken with the train, 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 train Like, like the, the train. chorus is
1: stupid. The song is inherently stupid, but, like, it's very played up on how, like, it's just like wow, a black person. It's, it's like, like what's, it's that, like this what's gul- that
0: line?
2: Jump the track. Yeah, it's like track. going all the way back to that, like, gimmicky early country rap, yeah, honestly. It, it,
1: it takes a step backwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, the, the the no, he
2: literally is... says, I'm blacky black,
1: clickety I'm, clack. I'm, oh. Oh yeah, I'm bigity black, big black, clickety clack.
2: Big black, black. clickety clack. Like, he
1: even says something like, something like big black train coming through your brain. I, I don't like the whole shit. build up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad.
3: The, it's whole,
1: so
3: the whole video is just a visual nightmare. True. It's like these like nerdy white dudes just playing guitar and drums and all of a sudden it's like it's like shows some the back of somebody's shirt and, and then like, their hat who's and that? then all of a sudden he turns around and he's got the microphone and he's like basically and like, he was I'm black. black i'm blickety black <laughs> <laughs> clickety clack motherfucker he was black clickety <laughs> and everyone's just losing it and like the whole song is like in full motion of the video then all of a sudden for one part it's slow mo's down to the one black dude in the crowd, jumping. <laughs> the and it's just like focused on him slow mo, and the guy's like, "Wait, Bruh. he's biggity black too? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Lickety There's too
1: clack. many biggity blacks." I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah, take it back. Take yeah. it back. Yeah, we're 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 gonna take it back a level, you But it was wild. It just trust us. It was wild. Check yeah. it out.
3: No, just go watch the video. Yeah, go watch the
1: video, please.
3: <laughs> I play chicken with a train. Bang, chicken, and the song train. is so
1: stupid, like yeah. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's, yeah,
3: it's wiggity whack, clickety clack. <laughs> <laughs> Wiggity whack. Yeah. Wiggity
2: clack. Yeah, so like, about the late 2010s, country music uh, and hip hop, like that type of thing. Was starting to actually get pretty popular in like small, like rural areas. Like, even though like you had shit like I'll Play Chicken with the Train, like has like the big hit, there were people like in like the fucking sticks. Was, but was like, it a Virginia. big hit? Well, it wasn't. A, well, well, yeah, I guess, yeah, true, actually. But like, even below that, though, there were people who were actually doing like and, and carving out a new hip hop sound. And we're going to get to all that. We're going to get to artists like Colt Ford, The Lacks, The Moonshine Bandits, Lenny Cooper, a lot of the early artists. Um, on Average Joe's Entertainment. Lenny Kravitz. But before we get into all that, uh, (laughs) let's just give shout-outs to a couple other super mainstream examples during this time period of rap and hip-hop coming together. So first we got Florida Georgia Line's remix of their song Cruise featuring Nelly in 2013. All
3: right. All right. right. Nelly, this video
2: makes me
1: feel like... Nelly's definitely talking weird in this video. It's like he picked up like some kind of weird like Southern it's, accent. He's like mirroring their accent.
3: were you boys at?
1: All right, y'all was checking out the cruise video, man. And yeah, that thing, the deal, boy. I think we need to turn it up, though. What you think? I right, bet
0: that. I meet y'all on the road.
1: And <laughs> when the song kicks off, they like they shout out to Nelly, like, "Hey, Nelly, how you doing over there?" And he's like,
0: "All right."
1: And that shit, fucking, I hate it so much. I can't explain to you how much that shit, like, irks me.
3: There's also three women in the video. Two white women for the two white men. (laughs) And one black woman for the one black man. There's the (laughs) appropriate
1: number (laughs) of raised women for the members in the band. There's no
3: mixing, let me tell you. We don't want to stir the pot
2: with our (laughs) demographics. It's It's bad enough
3: we're already being controversial and having a... uh, a oh, little bit of hip-hop coming into country. Look, <laughs> brother,
2: when we name our band Florida Georgia Line, we're talking the Florida Georgia Line. We ain't going to have no controversy about race. I'm not
3: like. I'm not crossing that line. If it's you know a what I mean. hard line, brother. Well, it's uh, a hard
1: line.
0: It stops real quick. Well, I mean, I guess us as Virginians, we ain't got no right to be talking about no Florida Georgia Line. Man. <laughs> I in, guess. Oh, we're, you we're, damn Yankees, stay
1: off
3: my Georgia Florida line.
1: <laughs> we're hamming it up. I don't think like, I mean, we're joking and stuff and i don't i personally I don't think like the the cruise videos is, is like I really could, trying to be racist, or maybe no, no, even no. being accidentally racist. It's cringy
2: by modern standards. So yeah,
1: it's just cringy. Yeah. And and I don't even think it's really accidentally racist. No,
3: no, no. I don't think it's accidentally racist. But like I could sit there for an hour and turn everything into racism.
2: Hold up, hold up, real quick. So while we're talking about <laughs> accidental racism, we have to talk about a song that came out that exact same year, which is Brad Paisley's and LL Cool J's accidental. So racist. I can
3: 100 <laughs> percent, unequivocally, without a doubt, tell you that everything in this song is fucking racist. Like this song this song is racist, racist.
2: any <laughs> lyrics i want to read from this i got the whole i got the lyrics right here
1: i hate the joke it should
3: have been Hold on, maybe, actually racist. maybe we should have like maddie do brad paisley no to
1: no, ab do no, no. do like don't don't
2: don't do that to me <laughs> but, uh. we're not gonna do that <laughs> we got lyrics like i'm just a <laughs> white man
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that if you forgive me for my gold chains, I'll forget my iron chains. Oh,
2: man. <sighs> there's also lyric by there's a lyric in this song by L.L. Cool J towards the end where he says, R.I.P. Robert E. Lee.
1: No, we're not joking.
3: <laughs> R.I.P. Robert Lee, but I've gotta thank Abraham Lincoln. For and I me,
2: mean, know free. what I mean? That's word for word the lyrics in the song. A quote like, <laughs> what's crazy about the song though is like I definitely see that they're trying to be on some good intention shit, but they just drop the ball so bad. The intentions bad. are good. Yo, check out let's, some of these comments let let on the YouTube so, yeah, video. That comment
0: really is is it? This is right, by re- Soy Boy. I have a black friend. The song. <laughs> yes, <laughs> LM Chain
1: One says. LL Cool J just wants you to know he'll forget slavery if you just accept his bling bling.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, M- Mr. Sansi says, did LL Cool J really just say R.I.P. Robert E. Lee?
1: That's like kind of, yeah. It's good that
3: LL forgave white people on behalf of all black people, and there's been no trouble ever since. Yeah.
2: Like, this was this was like the equivalent of... uh. When uh fuck um what what's her name Jenner like had the Pepsi ad oh like, uh,
1: Kylie Jenner yeah not the, Kylie not Kylie, Kylie Kendall Kendall
2: we Jenner, you better
1: yeah. we just
3: did an episode yeah. y'all we can
2: remember forgot. some names I I did,
3: I did everything in my power to forget everything I <laughs> fucking
2: learned yes <laughs> <Yeah>. same, same. <laughs> uh so so also on a more positive note also in the same kind of time period in the late two thousands. Uh, in 2010, we've got Yellow Wolf who released his debut album, Trunk Music, which also began to connect the threads between hip-hop and a more rural country lifestyle. Yo, this shit hit
1: another even more modern take of, uh, of a this country rap sensation that didn't even have a name yet. He was bringing the the rap of that time, like and he was and he was co-signed by Eminem, so that brings some clout with it yeah. itself. Bringing that and bringing the dirt and mud to that stuff, you know, the country life to that stuff, and it hit, bro. Pop the bro, trunk.
0: Don't make me go pop the trunk.
2: On, on you, yeah, I would, a certified banger. I would say, like, if you had a spectrum, like, on one axis is being like legitimately like country, and the other axis is being axis is being like legitimized in the rap community. I would say Yellow Wolf is the highest, probably yeah, next yeah. to Bubba Sparks.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Slanky slang, you better listen what i'm saying,
2: punk. Don't, don't make don't me go pop, pop the trunk, trunk on you. you. All right, so all right, so let's get into. <laughs> Let's get into the real hip hop shit. So like everything we've been talking about is stuff that is fairly mainstream. This is kind of like where this whole thing was percolating, but let's get into the actual like basically next to underground hip hop scene that exists. This is a scene that you probably are not aware of, but a lot of people are living this fucking life. So
3: what would be it's the deeper than what would think? be the
0: hip hop equivalent of underground
2: Holler, holler Holler ground artist Holler ground artist <laughs> Mood, Mud artist
3: <laughs> under, under barn artist Under the hood
2: Under, under the ball. hood artist Mudball yeah, artist No no
3: under the hood <laughs> yeah. Oof, Under the uh, hood Under the,
2: under hood. the oh. clans hood Yeah oh, under, no. the,
3: oh, <laughs> under <laughs> the hood <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't want to put that on the whole genre. Yeah not on
2: the whole genre yeah yeah, yeah yeah But I mean But that's the thing is like I think a lot of these artists They are really big They do make real money But like I'm going to say right now, a lot of the artists that we're going to get into, a lot of the artists that we've been listening to over the past couple weeks in research, I did not know any of this shit before no, getting into this. No, no,
1: none of it. I didn't yeah. know how, and, and like I said, it's huge. They're, these these artists are huge. They have like millions of views on YouTube. This isn't like a secret.
3: Yeah,
2: so let's get right into it. So one of the first big artists that came up in like the, uh, the actual burgeoning scene was named Colt Ford, who dropped his debut album, Ride to the Country, on the newly formed Average Joe's Records of 2008. So this is significant. Average Joe's Records is like the first actual hick-hop label.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they, it, it, they have a whole collective of these musicians now. So their main focus is just making sure they put out... Put out uh, you know hip hop hits
0: M- music for yeah. the music
2: for the average Joe's
1: the average Joe you know we're just you know we're in just it. working we're
3: just working man.
2: exactly like I mean this average Joe Joe's records was like the kind of break off from like mainstream hip hip hop where it's like okay these are songs made by actual country people. For other actual country people, a lot of them are not extraordinarily rich. Some of them, for sure, but like this is all directed towards that country lifestyle, okay, brother. Okay, so
3: this was like FUBU for us by us. <laughs> kind of, yeah.
2: Honestly, yeah. So, so Colt Ford has songs like "Dirt Road Anthem," "No Trash in My Trailer," for the Outlaws, featuring the Moonshine Bandits and Big B. And they even had a song called "Country Folks" that featured Bubba Sparks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple songs that got a, a, a Bubba a Bubba Sparks feat.
2: Yeah, I mean I think that's a big thing is like Bubba Sparks is like the uh it's like a validation. Like we, exactly. Like we said before, he was kinda like the guy that created the template for hip hop. So like when you have Bubba Sparks on a song it kind of validates you in a slightly more mainstream uh, eye for you sure. You got who on your track? Bubba? exactly. Sparks? But here's the thing about Bubba, uh, another thing about Colt Ford that will kind of like, it kind of sets the trajectory of a lot of this shit that we're going forward with. is Colt Ford is like a just rootin' tootin' southern dirty boy. And he is also blatantly Republican. Like the song "Answer to No One has the lyrics, <laughs> shotgun tota, Republican voda. Can- like this is some hardcore, <laughs> like he's a hardcore Trump supporter. I've got a picture here of Colt Ford and let's just look at some of the patches he has on this shirt. We've got a, a okay. Leonard Skinner patch
3: a rebel, a rebel flag. They a always head.
2: got the Confederate flag in Skinner, man. You got to. Then we got another one that's a straight-up Confederate flag that says, Try, Try burning, burning this, this one, asshole. asshole. Try burning this one, Lib.
1: It's on my stomach.
2: We got, if you don't stand behind our troops, stand in front of them. Of
1: course. You know you, know you had to have that somewhere on there.
2: 357 beats 911.
0: Wait, what?
2: Like a three So like if someone comes (laughs) into your house You're gonna shoot them with a magnum Like you're gonna blow their fucking body apart Like
3: Pain, pain I'm surprised you knew that bud I, I played play Res- Resident Evil. I played Resident Evil, baby. I got I- the
2: broken butterfly maxed out. What you talking about? Yeah, I know what a 357 is. What? <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. But I, yeah. I, I literally
3: was like, it was a sh- segue into me joking you for playing Resident Evil. <laughs> I, I love Resident Evil. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, been a lot. yeah, you know the, your boys. You gotta know your boys. I, it's a great game. Resident I mean, Evil has a of them, lot of. Uh, of uh, a,
2: they they like work with like gun people. Do you, like you think the the, the Lost
3: Plaga uh, people were Hiccup fans?
2: No, they were like rural Spaniards. Yeah,
3: but... Nah, hey, you living on the barn out yeah, there They're in know. the barn I guess, yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, yeah They working They ain't asking for no reason nah, They are working They working <laughs> workin', Cause, cause they I workin', it. heads are hurting <laughs> no it's going to be You ain't working till You
2: make your hands Hold bleed. on, hold on Hold on, we get getting there So let's get into some of the other artists In the actual hip hop movement Besides Colt Ford So we got uh the Georgia Boys Spelled J-A-W-G-A But again, Georgia Boys Who released their first album Country with a K in 2011
1: I ain't gonna hold you for the first week of this research I was calling them jogger boys I was definitely <laughs> Jog- called them jogger boys
2: yeah same same we, we were posers we yeah, didn't we know were
3: what the hell of, well, I mean oh I'm sorry <laughs> that I went to high school <laughs> I'm
1: sorry I can sorry that. I
3: can read my that oh. doesn't say Georgia but <laughs> it's I'll the go. GA
0: for Georgia
2: They'll know what we're talking about, they brother. They
1: should have just put the the J in replace of the G, and then then it would have been fine. Ja ja.
2: And they straight up spelled country with a K, which is definitely some ICP mm. Mortal Kombat tier shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, look,
3: yeah. look, girl, girl, cool. Mouth king. I know I yeah, can't exactly. spell. I know I can't spell Georgia, but I just want to take you in the back of the pickup truck, pull up in the cornfield <laughs> <laughs> underneath a starry night sky, and just play my guitar.
2: Look, me. brother, fr- from Georgia balls, we got songs like "I Might Be a Redneck," mud jug <laughs> deep in my lip can't see my paint Welcome to Georgia. These dudes
1: love mud. These dudes definitely want to fuck the mud. Right?
2: Yeah. A lot of art, a lot of pickup. <laughs>
0: there's, there's a they, whole lot of mud holes you out there. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm gonna you, fuck you don't they're just, one of them.
3: they're just drunk one night walking by the creek and just see a nice little hole in mud and they get a little, I mean, I mean, you know when that mud's looking nice and slick. So wow. on
2: some pretty other, like, cringe shit having to do with the Georgia boys, and this is going to be a, a pretty common thread through a lot of this, and let's, get, let's say this right now, for the rest of these artists, we're going to be talking about... On a scale, or how much are they repping that Confederate flag?
1: How problematic are these two? Yeah,
2: so Georgia boys was repping a Confederate flag uh, early on in the career, but apparently they stopped around the mid 2010s. So they did at some point, they were like, all right, this is bad for business.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know how woke they actually got, but they definitely decided that this wasn't doing good for business.
2: So also, this is important, the Georgia boys also have a song called That's All We Know, which also features Bubba Spark. So again, this is one of the artists that was definitely vetted by an OG.
1: That's All We Know could be like a theme for this whole genre.
2: Yeah. All right. So that's he's, all we know. That's all we know, brother. All right. So here's another. Here's another artist that I actually did not really have anything bad to say about this artist until right before we met up and we did some mild <sighs> research. So there's a group called The Lacks, which strange name. We decided to look it up. What does The Lacks mean?
0: Loud ass crackers.
1: Now I've noticed. A whoa, theme. whoa, whoa,
2: there's a ER on that one, brother. There's <laughs> there's
1: a hard R on that. <laughs> there, I've definitely noticed another theme in listening and listening to some of this music, doing some of this research is that like there's a lot of like uh self proclaimed Crackering like they'll yeah. call themselves hey, me and they're, my crackers or yeah. pulled up, or pulled up in a truck with a bunch of honkies or you know <laughs> me, they're uh, do- me and a bunch of white boys yeah. of tr- and it's like it's yeah. like it's it's nothing wrong with it. But yeah. they're
3: yeah. doing the thing. I like, want a word too. <laughs> yes,
2: no they're yeah. doing
0: the thing where they're they're like making it like yeah. comparable to yeah. you know, like to just, be like the in word and rap
2: music. Yeah really, so
1: it's, it's just a like tough mm. look it's weird. It's a little cringe. Yeah it's little yeah it's
2: it's that's the thing is like is like some they all kind of land between like there's there's a spectrum of like racist on the far end chill on the other end but most groups land kind of in the middle between Somewhere the middle the- and racist which is the cringe zone yeah
1: they most a lot of these artists land in the cringe zone
2: yeah. yeah for sure so the lacks actually they go way back like they were dropping records in 2002 2006 but they got a major leg up in 2011 when they released their debut album Country boys Paradise on backroads records which is a subsidiary label of average Joe's entertainment
1: yeah, so they were they were tail uh, riding the coattails of average Joes. Average Joes is still putting on uh, uh, artists, and like like you said, the Lacks are kind of OGs in this. They get mentioned yeah. a lot. They're featured a lot on a lot of these other artists' and stuff, and in a, in, a, in a weird way, the Lacks became... Uh, a band that started to verify some of these other artists
2: yeah like validate all yeah. this other mm-hmm. shit yeah and even though the Lacs never toured with like Bubba Sparks they did tour with nappy roots mm-hmm. which kind of shows a, a little bit more of like a genuine aspect to it where it's like okay we're touring talking about this experience and I, I think that's kind of interesting
1: yeah and the Lacks kind of they kind of seem to go down the lane the country rap lane where it's like it's it's two dudes so it's like a guy rapping and a guy singing and one of them plays, like, acoustic guitar, and one of them does, like, MPC shit. So it's like the
2: Linkin Park of, like, hip-hop.
1: Exactly. So, it's a lot of, like, uh, a lot more, like, hip-hop bass where the beats and stuff, but there's a lot of country, like, good time. But it's party shit.
2: Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and also... So to, to kind of mention it, they did also use to rep the flag, but eventually stopped.
1: Heavily. In yeah. songs and everything. But yeah, I'm I'm glad they so, stopped. You know? Because they got a couple gro- songs. You know, I growth
0: like.
2: growth. Yeah, there's a lack know, he... song.
1: There is a lack song from this. I like to always talk in these music episodes, the songs I'm keeping, but there's a lack song from, from this episode that I'm keeping.
2: Hell yeah. Dude, speaking of artists that we're keeping, personally, uh like moving on, my favorite artist that I found, like an artist that I actually like definitely liked, was a guy named Jelly Roll. Who apparently he was just doing like straight up trap music, but uh, apparently d- later down the line he kind of moved to country rap.
1: Yeah, ch- uh, shouts to Jelly Roll. Jelly Roll, I listen to a lot of Jelly Roll today. He's got a lot of really good songs. Definitely lands in not oh, yeah. the cringe zone. Like yeah. squarely not in the cringe zone, dude. And um, he kind of aesthetically looks more like, like you said, he's kind of like the trap rapper
0: aesthetic. Big old fat guy with
1: face tattoos. He's like an action shit.
0: Bronson almost. Yeah,
1: but uh, he he's got a lot of soulful songs. He sings about like his life and his demons and his struggles and stuff i think it relates with a lot of people it gave me some post maloney vibes for sure
2: yeah i I definitely like jelly roll i mean i'll say i I added four songs from this episode to my overall playlist like whenever we do you know music genres or music artists i always try to to add a few honestly hip hop is not my favorite thing but jelly roll i added three out of four of the songs from this episode to my playlist like I think Jelly Roll is actually really good. He, he, like, talks about universal themes. There's no, like, dumb, like, pandering country type of bullshit. No. Yeah, you know what? I, honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say, before we start getting into some other artists, Jelly Roll is my favorite artist from this whole episode.
3: I can honestly say that I've... I, even the Juggle episode, like, there are songs that I fuck with off of that now. Say word. But I literally don't fuck with anything from anyone on this shit, dude. <laughs> what? You didn't listen to enough Jelly Roll, brother. Yeah, you really I, didn't, I, yeah. I don't
0: think I did either, because I, I, like... I what I heard, I was like, all right, definitely. Like, there's a lot of soul in it. Yeah,
2: I like it.
1: (laughs) Jelly Roll has has a lot of soulful stuff. It's it's easy listening. It wasn't hard to listen to
3: some to some Jelly Roll.
2: Hey, speaking of ladies, we also got a few uh, women hip hop artists like Savannah Dexter and Katie Noel. It's yes. The, which yes.
3: one's Savannah Dexter? Is that the one that wears the same white shirt in every video she's in? Yeah,
2: she's dressed like a cartoon character. She's got, like, Daisy Dukes yeah. and, like, a white shirt. I mean, yeah.
3: she's very attractive, but she literally wears the same outfit because, like, I think she was just like, yeah, I look good in this. And this is and the it's one. Just, this is like, my identity. But, like, I've seen her in four different videos in the same exact outfit. <laughs> Savannah Dexter, yeah,
1: she's a baddie. She's definitely a baddie. Uh, and, and, I mean she's fully in the hop lane but fucking like this is where it kind of gets with, with artists like her and Katie Noel it's it's more pop really for, yeah, honestly yeah. like there's not a lot of you know
2: like pop and trap honestly they definitely yeah. especially Savannah Dexter actually and Katie Noel they definitely have a much more distinctly like kind of trap element while also being like them country girls yeah
1: it's like we're country girls there's also a beef between them or there was a beef between them because of some shit between another artist that um we'll talk about later one of the bigger artists but like yeah I mean, we
2: can Kind of maybe get into it now. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're I mean, one of the bigger artists of this episode is going to be a guy named Upchurch, oh, yeah. who Katie Noel had accused him of what, like, uh groping her. So they were inappropriately.
1: dating or, or, or something for a while. I don't have all the details of it. They were dating or something for a while, and they even had a couple songs together. And I, 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 guess- I
3: don't think they were dating. Like, I think they just got drunk Not, and like. No, no, no. They no, they, no, they had dating. they had a relationship. I thought she was a lesbian
1: yeah yeah, I know but they were dating it's crazy yeah that's I, think, why, he's, I and, think he's mostly
2: bi. yeah but up yeah. church
1: that's what that's that that was his side of it he was like I thought I was the man you know I, I turned a lesbian chick you know like straight or some shit like that but yeah they they had a relationship and at some point after they had made songs together I guess at some night I'm not even sure on all this but they were like laying together and she he said she grabbed her boob and uh... he grabbed her boob and she told him to stop and he tried to like grab her boob again and like, she left Mm-hmm. And um and then like it be it, it started this whole like beef within that community uh, between them. Yeah, and, and, in
2: so, a in a Savannah Dexter song, she like basically like calls Katie Well like like dumb for saying that. She's like yeah, that didn't she happen. She calls You're her just, a liar.
1: Yeah, yeah she called yeah. Pretty much all of these, everyone that's in is, like circle
2: posse. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: like completely like you know um took his side.
2: Yeah, Katie Katie Noel. I mean, she's she's a, she's a decent artist as well. There is that one music video though where there's a straight up Trump flag.
1: Oh yeah,
4: yeah. Which
2: right. is which is wild to me. I mean, in all these videos I've seen a lot of Confederate flags, but I it's it's definitely something else to see a straight up Trump flag. And we'll be getting into another artist that reps Trump later, but like it's interesting how like on, on, like in like liberal music, you never see someone rocking like a Biden. <laughs> like, I mean, no, I like, mean why would you though? Because that's not mean, cool. Like, no, don't wrap the fucking. I remember
1: wow. seeing. I remember seeing like early after the election on seeing memes and like videos about that. Like, where's all the Biden supporters? I don't see you out here wearing a Biden
0: <laughs> hat or cubing a Trump flag on your lawn for four and
1: a half years. We're capable years. of
2: nuance. Yeah, like, like, not only that, that's it's just like, like kind of ridiculous. Honestly, who does nobody, that shit.
0: nobody goes that hard for Biden either. Yeah, though. we definitely like, exactly. don't. Go Oh that's, no. that's the point. Like, yeah. like at least with Obama, you had shirts people would wear, like the Obama shirts. And Fair enough. Like that. Yeah. Here's You'd the, thing, so, the same energy, but though, like so. it's not.
1: It's, it's not different to for that Obama. Ex- yeah. It's, but even if it was a different candidate, like let's say it was Bernie, I'm not wearing a fucking Bernie 2020 yeah. head, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm like not. just wearing that around town. In
3: 2022,
1: or 20, you know, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, or ever like, in, yeah. or ever outside of like a, a political rally or something, maybe you know. But I'm not just fucking wearing that as part of my attire. That's not
2: my identity. If you were to shoot a music video of my Band that I don't have, like, while you know, it, it, in some shit like this, you might see a Bernie Sanders sticker in the background on accident, but like, I'm not gonna put a fucking flag that's wearing says- a shirt. Yeah, you know, or wearing yeah, wearing some
1: Bernie shoes. Like, I want you
0: to know what my political beliefs are now. Yeah, before. in my music video,
2: I don't want people who don't like my politics to listen to my music. <laughs> um, all right, so we also got uh, a couple other ones. I didn't really listen to these too much, but we got Demon Jones and Dem- the Moonshine Bandits.
1: I didn't really listen to the Moonshine Bandits, but Demon Jones is another one who's in the upchurch circle. Uh, he's kind of more PG of the country rap artist. He kind of gave me big Will Smith vibes. Like, mm. he's like, and actually, when I was listening to some Demon Jones the other day, uh, a co worker with me, as he was listening to some of this hip hop stuff with me, he described Demon Jones as like, he said, like, a song that he had sounded like something you would hear in a Cars movie. Mm. Like, it's really like <laughs> PG. He's like, yeah, you'd go in, like, Lightning McQueen would go into a bar, and, like, this would be playing on the stage. So it's like it's
0: like light-hearted. Yeah, okay, so it's it's, it's, yeah.
1: it's, it's, it's he's mostly just rapping about trucks and mud.
0: Yeah, which is I mean you're safe. You're safe in yeah. that space. And he or wears t- a big hat. That's
1: like his whole thing. It's like,
2: like I'm just like that's like your first step in the stairway from country to like uh, hip hop. Yeah, perhaps. yeah. I think it's yeah, yeah. like an
1: early step. Hey, I, I rap a little bit. I mean it is hip. It's straight up hip hop yeah, beats. Yeah, yeah. Rapping hip-hop. about mud and wearing a big straw
3: hat.
2: Yeah, but it's not like I'm gonna kill you and and like not at all, It's not that it's, type he, of shit. I don't even think he. Or I don't Southern even think he or,
3: swears. I don't think he owns a gun. Damn it.
2: Damn nah. it. Damn. He,
3: talk, he talks about guns. He does talk about. Okay, guns. no, we got guns.
2: <laughs> yeah, we got guns. We they're got only guns.
3: meant
1: to
0: kill animals.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, y'all, y'all listen the Moonshine Bandits at all? I listen the Moonshine Bandits a little bit. It definitely sounds like a group called the Moonshine Bandits. That's <laughs> fine. It's it's they're <laughs> just it like a we're just some boys out here. Are they they blowing in the jug? Uh, I, I don't yeah, probably no. <laughs> on a song. I've not found that song. No. Yeah. So another really big artist in hip hop who actually had a two-season reality show on A and E is Big Smo. Who like his number one song? I actually kind of low-key fuck with. It's actually the other song I put in my playlist. It's called Working. But I don't know how I feel about these lyrics.
3: Rolling up my sleeves (laughs) of this morning, tie my boots up. (laughs) 'Cause I'm working till I'm
1: hurting. Dude, the only way to make a Working, my back's hurting. I ain't asking for a goddamn raise. <laughs> yeah. that is yeah. the Dude, fucking
3: so boot lickingest motherfucking <laughs> listen shit yo, I've ever heard in my fucking. I mean, life. it's
0: it's definitely not a vibe. Like it's and, a,
3: it's the boot licking anthem. There's some
1: there's definitely like some really wild like uh exploitative lyrics in here you know yeah like
2: this is like the the anthem of being exploited for your labor like this lyrics like uh you can't uh or sorry um thinking that's dirty my back stay hurting <laughs> like no you, fingernails, you, fingernails you, dirty. i ain't asking
3: for a raise but i know the boss he, he
2: says
0: fingernails dirty my back stay hurting
2: yeah fingernails dirty my back space hurting i'm yeah, not let asking know, for Maddie. a raise let him know,
0: i Maddie. mean look i mean that's my life but like it's not something to brag about. I'm not going to say, like, you know, but I do get where a lot of people... You take pride this, in it. You take hear, pride yeah, in it. Yeah, hear this song, and they're like, this is my anthem. Like, yeah. I'm a working man. There's some yeah. big
1: Schmo fans that turn this shit on at 6.30 a.m. Yes. Every time they get in their truck on the way to work, and it cranks them up. And in a little <laughs> bit, in a weird way, like, watching it, like, I cranked me up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonight. I'm like, yeah, yeah I the, get it. Go I go to get it. the
3: coal mine where their labor probably makes like ten to twelve thousand dollars an hour for their company and they get 14 and then they get mehothelioma from the uh, coal. And they die a horrible death of cancer with no insurance because they're exploited every day. And they really jam out to the song though. That's the tricky mean, thing. Dude. Asking for no <laughs> goddamn
0: <radio>. That's <laughs> the tricky thing about they, the song. Is they like they really do though. That's the problem. That's things like, they thing is, like really this song.
2: Are. This song is like valorizing and celebrating like hard work, which is like which is a good thing. But it definitely kind of like has some lyrics that are like definitely hinting towards like yeah like. Don't do anything about it Like you should be proud Of your hard work Even if it's like Hurting you And like actually, like There's a lyric where it's like I spend more time at work Than I spend with my wife Like yeah, Yeah. I mean He's
0: not I don't think he's Like when he made this song He wasn't going that deep into it He was just making a song For the
2: working
1: man For the hard working Blue collar American I mean I don't think But then
3: then they vote for those things And they They spend their entire lives Fighting for those things
1: He just didn't realize His song came off Sounding like The Hunger Games
3: Yeah Yeah, exactly Yeah (laughs) (laughs) Like
2: this song. Like I get the song, and that's the thing. Is like I fuck with the song. The chorus in particular is it's it's definitely some Home Depot core. Like fucking like you're driving up to Home Depot in your truck and your tree fitty, and you're working till it's hurting. I ain't asking for a goddamn raise. Like it's fucking like
1: oh my god, uh, (laughs) Home (laughs) Depot. Like literally, you could slide this into any
0: Home Depot ad, and it would just
2: work. Well, because
0: it's like the Home Depot (laughs) (laughs) song.
2: Like you know, (laughs) damn it. <laughs> just like <laughs> shitty guitar riff, and then just like <laughs> work, 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 yeah, yeah, this is the way, yeah. Like it's, it's like, but I fuck with the song. Like I won't lie, big smell, like is uh he's he's definitely like one of the better artists uh, on this list but he's you know it, it's a shtick like he's another
1: else. one he's another one who's like an a big artist like i, I remember in some upchurch song where upchurch talks about how like yo even big schmo knows my name in one of his yeah. earlier songs like, so,
0: so big Smo, so, like, big Smo is the hick
1: hoss yeah, yeah,
2: yeah he's the hick hoss
1: he's the hick hoss
2: he's a big dude in it but but he's also a little bit basic like if you're into like real like here's the thing if you're into real hop. I think that Big Schmo is a little bit basic, but if you're like a real hip hopper, like you're really fucking with what's on the cutting edge right now, probably one of your favorite artists is Let up. Church. Church, 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 Church. Church. Dude, I will say that one
3: video where like he's on the bikes besides all the Confederate flags and shit. Bad motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, that that's that so that, shit that shit's hard.
1: If I just saw that, like back then, oh, I don't know. We yeah, with the Confederate no, 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 flags, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no I no, wouldn't have no, vibed. No. but like, I get where. He's if you
0: heard from. the song and didn't see the video, you yeah. would have been. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I might, I might know a guy who heard the song at work and thought it went. He was like, "Hey, this shit goes a little bit." As I was listening to this stuff, and yeah. then he and showed. He, you and you he the might want to rename, and he might even want to <laughs> remain anonymous. And not have me mention his name on this episode. He might not want you to know that he thought that shit went.
0: I, but,
1: I,
2: Do we know this guy? Do we know this guy? Is the real question mark? Upchurch Up is like, yes. like he's a pretty talented artist for sure. Like yeah. he's he's a pretty good singer. Uh, the music that he puts out is like pretty good. But this is when we're going to get a little bit darker with the shit. Is like this dude, like unapologetically, has no problem to this day with the Confederate. Flag. That is kind of like the this big day, thing. To this day. Yeah,
1: that's he, his whole like vibe. Yeah, yeah. it's part of his identity. He's literally got a tattoo. I, I will on his say, arm. I will
3: say, he is kind of corny though.
1: The thing with Look, Up Church is that like I feel like he's a little bit like uh, I don't think he's like a very smart dude. I think he's just straight up like everything he says he is. He's just a country boy from the mud bogs. This is all I know. My yeah. daddy told me this was fine. A pansexual. I mean, if you want to fuck panda bears, you need to identify as a zookeeper. (laughs) Doesn't come off to me as a very deep thinker.
0: No, no, definitely not. I mean, like most of his like popular videos are like joking and doing voices, like, (gasps) you know, joking people. Met a girl from
3: the west side. She had two felonies. Some growing on her top
0: lip. Probably STDs.
1: Said she went to read him too. He's a, he's like, a big you know, YouTube that kind personality of shit, too. He's very know. he's very candid with his uh, uh audience and where he just puts out stupid YouTube videos he, and yeah. like he, says what he wants and stuff and yeah, like you know he's like, like I'm
3: the king of Cheatham County or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or he puts out a video where he's like, Yeah, we just released the record last night, it's number one on every single chart. It's fucking it's number, number one. one in everywhere. the country, it's number one everywhere. And Y'all like it's understand. just not. Like he just <laughs> lies <laughs> like just like, straight like Y'all don't understand, man, I'm number one and then like He's just sitting on a porch. If you ain't <laughs> first,
2: you're last. I'm telling you what, I'm number one. Yeah, he's definitely on some like some like that type of rap shit where it's like I'm the best. It's like rap meets like Trump core. Honestly, so it's like I'm the best. We just got number one on all of the charts, but it's like no, you didn't. But you know that your audience is not looking to fact check you. Well, it's,
0: this <laughs> is, this is the other thing we haven't hit. But he's good. Look, he's, he he's all right. He is like they're so. About their hometown, like that's Yes, was, shit. I'm glad
1: you said that, Manny, because like we always talk about in these episodes, how there's this common theme with like uh fucking music genres and stuff in the genre, and with Hey Cop, it seems to be, and I think Up Church is a big example of it. Where whereas like with emo and pop punk type shit, it's like, hey, I gotta leave this town. I hate this town. I hate this town. I gotta get out of this city. It's it's stay in this town yeah. <laughs> forever. Marry the girl I kissed on the bus in elementary school,
2: and I ain't ever gonna change. I ain't ever gonna leave. I
1: want things to stay exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. and and I think and I think why Ryan Upchurch is a big example or testament to that. It's because like even though he's super like rich now and famous, he still like sings and raps about living in his town, like, driving yeah. down his dirt road with his fucking, like, expensive-ass car, going to the same gas station and fucking just getting the same pack of backwoods or whatever the fucking smoking in his... it's And how it's, like, he lives on a dirt road with, like, a $100,000 worth of cars or some shit like that.
0: Yeah, you but know? they're all old Chevy trucks with the square body. <laughs> I ain't mean, yeah. my no-new shit. It's all old-school trucks, and I just fixed them up.
2: I would say more than anybody else right now in this, like, scene or world or whatever you want to call it, Upchurch is, like, the most, like, on the main vein of what this shit, like, really is. Because, like, he is dead ass like, a country-ass dude while also being, like, actually fairly successful at his rap career. And also, kind of like, I mean, we're going to get into this later. It's only going to get worse from here, folks. Yeah, it's about to get worse. But, like, again, this dude is, like, unapologetically rocking a Confederate flag. And we're going to get into our feelings about that a little bit later, like, when we wrap up this episode. But just so you know... Yeah. Confederate flags in 2021 are being rocked by Ryan Upchurch. No Definitely. issues at all.
1: So, so Upchurch is, like, super unapologetic, like you said about it. He's, like, in the open with his Confederate flag. He's, it, And it's something that you see a lot of these artists and some of the ones we're talking about. They're like, hey, this is all I know. My thing is that, like, they boldly kind of, like, uh, parade this identity behind the Confederate flag and they, they hide behind a shield of how like what it means
0: to them. Yeah, they're yeah. like heritage, not hate, you yeah. know, like yeah. that that way.
1: But it's really just sometimes comes off as to me as being just like loud and ignorant. Yeah. It's like loud as me and I refuse to understand, like I refuse to think any deeper, or I refuse to acknowledge at least that to a A a lot of people, it means something completely different, and you're standing for something. Well, and
0: if you think about the fact that they're like, you know, stay in my hometown, do this. They're not exposed. Like, this is not an issue that they deal with ever.
2: They live in very homogenous communities where they see the Confederate flag, like, on, on, like, shirts, trucks, outside of buildings in some areas, depending on how backwoods you get to them. It's something that they just kind of, like, identify as, like, being, like, a cultural relic without really, like... You know, and, and obviously there's a lot, like, when people come out the Confederate flag, it's because it was a battle flag of a side that was fighting for slavery. And they kind of, like, they know that, but to them, they're like, well, that doesn't outweigh the fact that this is, like, a kind of, like, a, a cultural touchstone for me. And, and it's tricky. because, like, I get it. I get where people come from when they're like, look, like, you know, to me, it represents this and that, and I can understand feeling like, oh, the city folk are trying to tell me what to do or whatever. And maybe this is a little bit leaning into, like, our final segment of this episode. But, like, it's like, dude, like, this, that flag means something totally different to the vast majority of the country, the vast majority of the planet. And it is, you can at least, again, not getting into our ultimate takes at the end, but you got to understand why a lot of people do not fuck with the Confederate flag. Like, how can you not understand that?
1: But that whole identity, exactly what you said, that whole identity, uh... It gives them the reason to lean into it. Like, yeah, "Yeah, we're outside of the fucking majority. We're rebels. We're the rebels, exactly.
2: Yeah. All right. So, you know, I'm kind of surprised because this entire episode, you know, we're a bunch of city slickers talking about country people. And somehow we have not made a single incest joke. Because that's a big thing. People come for the south, and they hit with an incest joke. Like, what are you fucking your cousin, your sister, that's or whatever? Low hang- that's low That's my fruit. brother. Okay, it's low hanging fruit. But man, like this, I've been trying to resist, but God damn it, there, there is a hip hop band called Home Family.
1: Keep it homegrown. <laughs>
2: like, then they have uh, their debut record was something out of nothing that came out in two thousand six, which features the hit Trailer Park Bop. Yee yee! Yee yee! Yee
1: yee Yee, yee feels like to me, it feels like. It's a whoop whoop. It's like a hip hop, uh, um, knock if you buck. Yeah, yeah,
0: but, but like the yee yee is like a whoop whoop, yeah,
1: yee-yee. basically. Yeah. No, no, I wanted to know this too. Is yee yee like something outside of this song? Yeah, so
0: there's a guy that kind of coined the phrase, I think he's like Granger Smith or something. Okay. Or, Who's like, this? he's known Enlighten
1: as Enlighten Us, Maddie. Tell us more. Speak uh, on it. Okay, well, I gotta look this up. I knew I, you knew about this so, fucking shit. So,
0: yee yee is this yee- Granger Smith guy, I think. And, like, he kind of coined the phrase, and, like, he makes a bunch of yee-yee, like, apparel and shit. Wow, um, so this
1: is just a, see, but that's fine, like, that's fine, yeah, say yee-yee, we're yee-yee flags. No one's fucking, that's not, uh, All that, right. that yee-yee didn't try to enslave a whole race of people. Yeah, like, that's yeah.
2: fine, but, th- like, yeah, this song and many, I mean, this 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 group is, like, a straight-up, like, backwoods-ass hic-hop, like Confederate flag waving group. As a matter of fact, they even have a song called I Ain't Voting for Joe Biden that came out right before the 2020 election that has the lyrics. Trump
3: 2020, I ain't vote for no Joe Biden. Trump 2020, got Hillary Clinton hype. Trump 2020, yeah, that my president.
1: Trump 2020, make America great again. Trump 2020, I ain't vote with Joe no Biden. Trump 2020, mm. yeah, got I, Hillary, I, I don't Hillary Clinton really you, hype. You. Homegrown family's a little weird. Like, dude, literally was wearing like a jean, a Confederate jean jacket with the sleeves cut off in the Ee video. So uh, I don't know,
2: man. Yeah, and of course, there's like, there's like one shot in the video for like half a second where there's like, I think a black dude.
1: You'll see a black person occasionally in these videos because you know black people live in the country too. Yeah. But like, I f- I feel like they fall under that same ideology. Like, hey, man, it's just heritage yeah and uh and it's not about hate or it's not about race and that's just simply not true but we'll get there
2: so there's another artist in moccasin creek that has songs like uh porch honky and southern renegade and they even have a music video where they're rocking a rebel flag in the bahamas like what yeah yeah, they're <laughs> yeah that's wild. That's, yeah.
0: that's a wild one i mean i guess like the bahamas is you know
1: they have their whole they have a, a song with where they make a whole argument for the rebel flag. But I mean, it's not like a great argument. It's just like, it's the same thing that I was trying to get into with Upchurch. It's like, Hey, this is all I know. And you know what? I don't care if I'm ignorant about the facts. This is how I feel. This is A- just
2: my case, but no, like, acknowledgement of, like, w- this full significance of the other side of the perspective. They're just like, oh, just, to me, it means this.
1: And for the people who subscribe to that ideology, it boosts them even more. They're like, yeah, fuck yeah, we don't care about what people say. Yeah. So it, it bums me out. Honestly. honestly, this is the biggest bummer of this whole thing.
2: Nah, dude, if you want to talk about the biggest bummer of this whole thing, we gotta move on to Adam Calhoun, who has a song called Racism that is fucking gnarly, dude. Like, by my understanding, Adam Calhoun is, like, the fight music guy of this genre. Like, the song, uh, Racism, which there is a music video you can find for this online. Um, basically, the first half of the song says, like, a bunch of, like, uh, stuff that I guess is supposed to be offensive to redneck people, like... What the fuck you rappin' for? your ass cracker, got your rubber flag with your camo hat backwards. Stains on your shirt with your fucked up teeth. Piece of shit truck broke down. And then it goes on to say, like, oh, that's all right. But then it has this part, dude. Um... Hey dude I can't even read this. It has a part where he straight up unabashedly he, says the N-word.
1: Yeah, he says the N-word and N-word a couple times in the song. At the beginning within like 5 seconds of the song he says the N-word. Fuck it though. You a nigga and I'm just a cracker. They pin us against each other. Sit back and they watch it happen. In the who they sending cracking killing over shoes and jackets in the trailer park. They fall apart a bunch of mad men. Here's the thing. I think he thinks he's doing Something very clever here. Yeah. That it's something that we've seen other artists do where they're like, hey, I'm going to pose these different stereotypes of these different types of people against each other. And yeah. uh, I'm just going to say all the worst things about this type of person. I'm going to say all the worst
2: things about well, that like type that of person. It's, it's, I'm not
1: going to be afraid to cross the line on both sides.
2: Without and, actually saying anything.
1: Yeah. And then I'm going to be like, hey, at the end of it, wrap it up with like, that's how they want us to feel. Ain't I deep? It's it's trying to pin us up. They're trying to pin us against each other. It's like straight white. It's
2: the exact same thing as straight white male from Tom McDonald. Speaking of straight white male, this dude like dissed on Tom McDonald for whatever reason.
0: Or like the Joyner Lucas song that's, you know, the same that blew up for a while when, you know, shit was going on.
1: That's the same thing. I didn't like that song when it came out either. Like, it's the same exact song. Like, I get the intentions are good maybe not with Adam Kelly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't 100% yeah. with Adam Kelly. Well, Calvary. see his But the thing. intentions are good, but it's like it's so cringy and that it's like I'm almost like dude, there's there's got to be a more tactful way yeah. to do this.
2: Exactly. Like you're like you're only speaking to your audience and no one else is going to get this yeah, you have to expand like what you're talking about and you're
1: about boiling here. down all these people to a stereotype yeah like exactly sides, it's like here's one
2: stereotype there's another stereotype i'm going to play both sides so that i always come out on top well, it's not it's,
1: as black and white it's not it, it, it's not as it's not intended it's also
0: white. like yeah. egging this type of like beha- like it's validating those people that think that way right yeah. right they're yeah. like i'm not a bad person like that's you know i don't hate black people but like bam like this is it's just a weird way to like validate that type of thinking
2: like I mean and- I mean th- this song has lyrics that like I mean it's like yeah okay cool like you kind of called out like redneck culture for like certain stereotypes but there's a whole part that is just regurgitating a very old stereotype of like a very negative black stereotype I, I don't even want to read this whole line but like there's just a lot I mean should we read it I don't know this is this is kind of like a paragraph maybe just
1: got your second pants with your ass hanging out the back hanging out in front of liquor stores selling crack just so you could put some 24s on your Cadillac baby mama bitchin you ain't taking care of business all you do is smoke weed run around with other bitches and you can't keep a job cuz you in and out of prison guess it must be Trump's fault cuz you you're making bad decisions that's about niggas but what about black folk Raising let me see those lyrics one more time like cuz I imagined this when I was listening to this song a couple times like so you're selling crack You're also, like, cheating on your baby mama, and you're not taking care of business.
2: This is a very specific, like, like thing. Yeah, this is, like, a dude.
3: This is, like, a dude. Like, you know, this is I think that's the whole point, though, is, like, he's doing the same thing with, like, the redneck. I'm not justifying. No, 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 go ahead. But, like, that's his whole, like, that's his whole thing is, like, racism goes both ways. Like, y'all judge me for being a redneck and saying that i fuck my cousin. And then I'm a, you know, the same thing be said for you. You it's, run it, out on your baby mama so crank. Yeah, it feel. I feel like it misses the mark so, so hard. So like, rather than like making like a nuanced argument about it, like he's just like eye for eye. Yeah, and leading yeah, it, into it, it, the worst stereotypes. Of it, both. it
2: equivocates the condition of like poor urban black people with the condition of uh, relatively poor rural white people. See, which like, yeah, there's something to be said to some degree. The, but that's not, yeah. like, a whole, like, by by and large, that's not, like, problem, a comparable the problem, condition.
3: The problem with this is, 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 like, it's a white dude yelling, basically, he's like, oh, you can call me these things, so I should be able to call you this. Yeah. It's not right, but it's, and it's not wrong, but, like, if you're going to say it, I'm going to say and it. And that's
2: heavily implied because he says the N-word a lot. I mean, it is with the A, but, like, come on. But right. then
3: you get the, you get the,
1: you get the, like, at the end, like, hey... I'm stepping outside of both of these things and like I'm saying how like this is what they're doing to us they're pinning us against each other the government yeah or whoever the fuck the so media. here we could do a whole episode on Adam Calhoun like. so so
2: here's the thing though, that we should talk about Adam Calhoun in relation to another episode is like we'd actually seen a video of him when we were doing our Tom McDonald episode where he was talking all this shit about Tom McDonald
1: yeah uh, yeah, I remember, like, uh, he, he popped up on my radar when we were doing the Tom McDonald research because he had a video with one of his, um, his, uh, uh, fans or whatever. Uh, Tom McDonald came up and how he knew what Tom McDonald was doing. Because he's
2: doing the exact same thing. Because
1: he's doing the exact same thing. He claimed that he wasn't, but then even, even in that video said that he kind of does, you know, like, and how he kind he even talked about that song, Racism, and how, like, I'm actually putting myself on the line. I'm saying the N word. I'm not fucking saying all this hot button shit. He said, he kind of said the shit we were saying about Tom, where he's like, I'm not pressing all these buttons, you know, just because they get a hit. You know, because they're reactionary, and then, like, you know, bleeping out all their cuss words so that I could fucking uh, put revenue behind all these songs and fucking boost
0: some, you know, on YouTube and shit and
1: mm-hmm. get all this clout. He's saying
2: I'm realer because I'll use the N word. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a <laughs> like, bad stance. And yeah. we should uh, also mention
0: that him and Upchurch are actually, like, close friends. Good they have, friends. They, they have, have yeah. songs together, they have albums they have together,
2: videos together. Yeah, they So, have, like, yeah. I've seen Upchurch say the N word, again, with an A, but whatever. We'll
0: see y'all later, Day Day. See y'all later. That the
2: cookout. Like, I mean, you know, common kind of, I mean, Adam Calhoun is kind of like, he's definitely like sort of the, uh, like, says it like it is, like, worst side of this whole thing, as far as, like, being a bigger artist. But what's crazy is, like, yeah, he's talking all this shit about Tom McDonald, but I gotta say, like, you know, I mean, listen back to our Tom McDonald episode if you want to know more about our feelings about him, but, like, as many criticisms as we had of Tom McDonald, he actually provided a more nuanced and complicated argument and claims than Adam Calhoun ever has. Adam Calhoun is just straight up, like, regurgitating talking points. Tom McDonald, I can kind of see some of the stuff he's trying to do, and there are times where he kind of hit some chords, but like this is just like, so I, I'm gonna say it, you know that that's it. you know. I
1: will say that I kind of disagree. I feel like uh, a little bit like Tom McDonald I don't know where Tom McDonald actually stands in a lot of the things he talks about Yeah, that's the thing. I feel him. like he just talks about them because he knows they'll fucking go and they'll ring off. Adam Calhoun strikes me as a guy who like actually believes all that shit. He's, he, yeah, he's definitely true. drinking the Kool-Aid. Adam Calhoun is, is, and that's why he thinks he's realer than Tom.
2: I think that's a big, that's that, That's actually a really good point. Is Adam Calhoun definitely 100% means all this stuff. Tom McDonald, like, he probably kind of means a lot of it, but I think he's definitely pandering he's to reactionary.
1: He knows that there's an audience for this.
2: Alright, so let's wrap things up with one of the worst artists that we've found from Hiccup, and that is Mini Thin.
1: Yeah, Minnythin. I have no. I listened to a whole bunch of Mini thin today. Uh, he's definitely wow. a, a different flavor. Yeah, yeah. I, I I did the work. I put in the time. I did the work. Um, so you don't have to, mm-hmm. audience. Yeah. He's definitely. Uh, I think one of the worst that we've looked into. Like he's definitely got some little dude with the little guy complex, who subscribes to all of the worst versions of right wing. <laughs> Uh, type of stuff. I think for what it's worth, it seems like he's not very active currently.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: I
1: think he's kind of like fallen off in the last couple years. But golly, this dude is like, can we impact Minithin for a little bit, y'all?
2: Yeah, so let's talk about the the slightly lighter side of Minithin, which is still pretty bad. Um, he has a song called uh, "City Bitch," which is basically just listing like all things he doesn't like about city women. Like, uh, there's a there's a lyric that goes, "No twerking, good swimming, we love our country woman." But which, this, that this, is a wild line.
3: Well, it's a wild line, especially because right as he's saying that. There is a woman in a Confederate flag bikini shaking her
2: ass. In the music video. That's
3: not twerking. She's shaking her ass.
2: But, th- <laughs> like, that is a very specifically, like, racist thing to say. Like, no twerking. He's definitely drawing upon. Yeah. Good no. swimming. Good swimming. Because,
3: stereotypically, it's a known racist thing that black people can't like th- th- that's a th- an old really bad stereotype is that black women can't s- swim and that they twerk
2: which actually has like some deep rooted like racist reasons for that stereotype so
3: like it's, he's literally just like uh black women
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I, I looked back into that lyric for whatever it's worth and it, it, he actually says creek swimming which makes it a little less inherently racist but still I feel like that shit is like that shit's sideways. Like yeah. I thought it said good swimming, but he he actually. You, says I'm, I'm sorry, swimming.
3: you just can't complain about twerking when you got some fucking beffed out busted fucking teeth rock chewing bitch <laughs> in a Confederate fucking flag shaking her ass. Literally twerking in the video.
2: So so here are some of the lyrics. In a Confederate
3: to, thong. Like I'm sorry. So here
2: are some of the lyrics to City Bitch by Minnie Thin. He says.
1: Hook, with a hair up, sexy and a so hand. again,
3: to call him out on his bullshit, in the music video, as he's saying the line, can't drive a stick, you city bitch, <laughs> he is in a truck, mudding, in an automatic. So he literally, his boy cannot drive a stick, he's driving a fucking automatic. What a city bitch. So what a
2: city bitch. You failed by your own standards, you dumbass. Yeah,
3: everything, like, he's literally... he set the bar! He yeah. set the
2: bar for every line in this video, and he breaks it as he's saying the line. <laughs> dude, this dude sucks. There's uh there's some live banter we watched where he literally says, people keep burning flags, I'm gonna start burning welfare checks.
1: As he's holding the confederate flag up, and like, I know there's people in Mr. Mini Thin's audience that definitely are getting some Welfare checks, dude. Yes, I mean that's the you thing. think they get quiet do that? Or you uh, think they cheer? Well, you think I, they cheer it's during like, that, it's or like, or do It's like it's
3: like what, what 74% of all welfare recipients are uh, white.
2: Yeah, that that's the crazy thing is like there's this kind of like Reagan era idea or stereotype of like the welfare queen, like the the black woman who's just getting welfare to raise her kids, not working or whatever. But yeah, most of the people that are poverty stricken that actually get welfare checks are white. And they are poor white people, which seems to be the audience of this guy. So I can only imagine when he's saying, "Stop! I'm going to start burning welfare checks to his audience." There's a couple people who are like, "All right, well, I don't know about it. You need yeah, to burn my welfare brother, check." Nah,
1: brother, that's fake news. He's, that's yeah. fake news. It's like,
2: it's my like you, you know check. what he meant. My but welfare
3: check is different. It's yeah, like exactly. <laughs> that's
2: exactly the mentality. I, I have
3: heard that argument before um, <laughs> oh,
2: from no. someone
3: who was literally running a scam to get a welfare check. Oh my God. Like, it's, it's just fucking hypocritical and sad and, like, self-deprecating. And they just don't
2: see because they're so wrapped up in this certain political narrative that they have yep. built in their mind. There's so much cognitive dissonance involved with this, like, level of person. Um, but the worst song is Meth, Labs, and Moonshine, specifically the music video which begins with the ending of Boondock Saints. Powder lead, white powder fed, Billy off this man's silly in the head. Thirty ox got kennis right beside the bed. Welcome to West Virginia, the home of the walking dead. Backyard boxing, method on some boxing. Yegobomb shot seem to be your neurotoxin.
1: Demolition yeah, it, it, this, movie, I mean, the, this movie, I mean this movie, it is a movie. The music video movie. is a movie. My because life, it borrows from so many. It starts off with like a boondock saint scene where he breaks into a courtroom to shoot some kind of sex offender or somebody. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. some inherently bad person. And, uh, re- recants a whole, like, fucking prayer beforehand, <laughs> where he actually shouts Bro. out his, like, uh, his, his, like, gang, like, yo. He's <laughs> like, God, please be with me. Uh, shout out to Regulator Gang.
2: Regulator uh, Gang? <laughs> you know? You're doing shout outs to, like, to Dear God? Jesus. That's like if your prayers had ad-libs on them. Like, <laughs> yeah, God, we out here. Yeah. The shitty saying,
3: it's like some 4chan, like, incel shit, like, yeah. where we're gonna bathe in the blood of the fucking monsters and wash away the tears of the innocent by the word of the Templar dude and what's fucked yeah, up is like the Templars, the Templars before and
2: this music but that's the thing <laughs> is like this music video by like invoking this theme of like this righteous anger and like striking down <laughs> evil doers this this actual music video kind of serves as a sort of like cathartic expression of like uh... like hard right terrorism there's a fucking shot where there's like a dude who i guess is implied to be muslim i assume uh...
3: Well, well he has the word isis written on the back of his button-up shirt yeah and sharpie he's literally wearing
2: a shirt that says isis and he's and just he's placing a american flag on the ground to, to burn, burn it
1: that shit. he's about to lay the flag on the ground and some anonymous person runs up steals the flag snatches the flag right off right now my flag not be never touch the ground and then mini Thin comes around the corner with the rebel flag fucking hockey mask
2: that is that is interesting on the music video like they never actually show the flag touch the ground which would make sense if this is someone who's really defacing the flag do you think that like on set they're like look brother look yeah I know we got we got we're artists and all but damn it don't yet. let
1: don't, don't let, let that flag don't let touch.
3: that thing touch the ground God damn it don't <laughs> let that thing touch the ground I
1: swear to God yeah I swear to God and my father before me if you let that thing touch the ground I will shoot you in the goddamn face <laughs> I am about to, to do this you like I'm about
2: to do this brown man in this music video the only <laughs> non-white person you see in the video get shot in the face
1: this movie this music video also borrows from like uh too fast too furious because uh oh, he gets yeah. chased out the courtroom And then puts his uh, Confederate flag hockey mask off on and hits the corner. And And then he has
0: family.
2: It's his
1: whole family of Confederate flag hockey mask tank top wearing family. And they roll out. Now he's fucking super ambiguous. You can't find him.
2: Yeah. All right. So let's start to wrap this thing on up. But as you can tell, a big element of like all this is going to be. Our positions on the rebel flag. So let's quickly do a little bit of a shout out to some groups that have both embraced and burned the flag. So
1: Blue John and MJG have burned the flag on their album
2: covers. But also shout outs to a juggle episode, ICP, is like infamously like they constantly burn rebel flags. It's like a big element of their performances. And also They
1: have a whole song about the rebel flag.
2: But one of the uh, most important artists here, like probably the most like the biggest real artist in like true hip hop, Yellow Wolf, used to wear the rebel flag, but he stopped after the Charleston school massacre. Because that is when he realized when he saw like what that 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 asshole was wearing like with the Confederate flags? That's when he realized I need to change, and he understood that truth.
1: This isn't just about me and what I think my heritage. What I think it, this isn't about
3: heritage. Yeah, it's heritage, not hate.
2: And a couple couple artists that have repped the Confederate flag include Ludacris, Andre Ice Ice Cold. Oh,
3: damn. 3,000.
2: 3,000. I was Uh, taken aback by that. And (laughs) and Kid Rock, even though he's from Detroit.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His dad, who owned, like, a, a factory, and, you know, he grew up in a mansion... Very well off Rich Not from the trailer Did he? I didn't know that About
2: Kid Rock Really? Yeah his
3: dad Was like a foreman At like a uh, Ford factory And like he lived in like a really nice house, and like his dad bought him studio equipment and shit. And like, that's why he was on the cutting edge of hip yeah, and stuff. Yeah, Kid yeah. Rock was n- he was probably one of the first. He, he white did not rappers. struggle,
1: he yeah, did not, honestly, he did yeah. Not, he did not struggle. No real struggle, <gasps> but
2: also Kanye West has at one point wrapped the Confederate flag. He thought it'd be Obviously. like a cool hipster. Con-
1: he got the most heat for it. So yeah,
2: Kanye yeah. West
3: was trying to do, uh, literally the uh, the fucking subplot from Clerks 2. You guys ever seen that movie? I have. Where I the dude writes now. the the porch. Oh yeah. He was trying on his to take back. it back. So Kanye was trying to take back the Confederate flag. He was like, no, this is our symbol now. We're wearing this.
1: So like Here's the thing, and I feel like I've said He's this real before. stupid
3: for it, but we like, might have
1: said it on the Kanye episode, but I feel like I said it before, yeah. I get what Kanye was trying to do or whatever. But like, you don't got the juice for that, Kanye. You really don't. You know? <laughs> and if Kanye doesn't have the juice for it. All these other dudes, yeah, like, mini
2: thin definitely. Yeah, mini
1: thin a- can suck a dick. Literally, <laughs> like, who are you?
2: Yeah, Yo, okay.
3: Philippians four twelve, <laughs> brother. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: we didn't even mention the fucking tattoo this guy has on his fucking he so. whole arm. <laughs>
3: he, his his right arm, his right arm is literally just a, a sleeve. A sleeve of like, uh, no, it's his left arm. But anyway, oh. yeah, ph- Philippians uh four twelve. It's basically all things through Anything can be done through Christ It's just
1: a font across his entire arm for a pretty basic Bible
2: verse, yeah, and I'm like,
0: pretty sure he jerks with that arm. And then the other arm is just a gun, a, sh-
1: like, a shitty a shotgun, shot yeah, a dusty, like, dusty shotgun. Oh, don't forget
2: all there. the Confederate flags, brother, oh, on his, his arm. Those. Yeah, oh, yeah he's got all there. those. in you there You gotta get those in
1: there. That's, if you're what, from, da- that's if what they're from saying. The, if you're from the holler, you gotta have a couple fucking rebel flags on your on your skin. Okay.
2: Oh, alrighty, y'all. So, all right, look, you know, I know y'all crawling out from under the holler here, but now you have come to us kings. Well, we will come to the titular segment where we ask ourselves, are the good times killing us? So now with a more enhanced understanding of the history and the heritage of hip hop and country rap, where do we all stand on this? Do we say this is a good thing or a bad thing? Are the good times killing us or nah? Who wants to kick it off?
0: I'll kick it off. Kick it off, hey. guest host, Maddie. So uh, what I'm going to say is that the genre of the music, they're doing new stuff, cutting edge, you know hey, they're on the forefront. I don't think the music itself is killing us. I don't think the genre is bad. I don't think that we need to crucify the genre or anything. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have these artists that are very vocal about their, you know, racist views and their political views and stuff like that. Those people can get fucked, right? (laughs) But as a whole, the genre is not bad, you know, I see it as something, you know, these these country kids or, you know, adults or whatever, they get in their truck and they crank I, this shit up.
1: When I pull in my truck, crank this shit up.
0: You know, they're they're cranking it and they're rolling down the street and they're feeling good. They're vibing the fuck out like any of us would do to any music that we like. I think it's fine. I think it's a good thing. Hey, look, give them that, you know, those kids that are... Into hip-hop and in the in the country give them that crossover let them let them feel great let them have some shit they can play down at the barn on a campfire night or whatever under the stars brother you know so i don't think it's killing us okay
1: wow. i'll take it next i'll take it next i'll take it next i will say i'm gonna mirror a lot of Maddie's sentiment man i think that like as a music genre you're not doing cool shit unless you're doing new shit you know and every cool every genre i've ever been into has kind of been influenced by other genres and been some kind of blend of them like we just not too long ago did an uh, episode about hyperpop like hyperpop is literally the fucking uh the template for what we're talking about like it's just a bunch of genres thrown in a blender and that's what happened to come out and some really sick shit came out so when it comes to music it's hard for me to like judge it harshly um Some of it is definitely trash. Like, some of it's, like, not good, you know? But some of it is really interesting, and I think that somewhere down the line could be even more interesting. Not really my thing that I would particularly put on.
2: Like, it has potential.
1: Yeah, but it has potential. And my big thing, my big takeaway, I think, from all of this uh, research is that, like, I think that hip-hop as a genre seems to be more of an identity...
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And not an agenda. Mm. And so I think it's an identity that maybe isn't for me. It's not speaking to me, but I could see heavily how this is speaking to a lot of people. I've known some people in my life who have told me about some of these artists, you know, a while ago, way before it was ever on my radar because it was speaking to them. Mm-hmm. And you know, just like fucking hardcore, or metalcore, deathcore, or any of that type of music, which isn't for everybody, shit sure, that we're into, speaks to us in a different way. This is speaking to that identity, and I, especially, like I said earlier, being from where we're from, I can totally get how that is. I don't think this. I, I'm not down with the rebel flag shit. That's the thing that kills me with a lot of these artists and stuff. Like, you know, come on, you guys get, you guys gotta let that shit go, man. Yeah. But um, as far as a music genre, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. The good times mm. are not killing
2: us. Okay. I, I kinda wanna go next. I don't I, I usually either feel like I either begin or end, but uh so hyper pop. Okay. So for this episode it was really interesting doing the research because like in you know, we've done music genre episodes before, but it's usually music that like we're actually like very into or interested in or have some kind of uh, cultural understanding of. With hip hop I had to really kind of immerse myself into that sort of country vibe and like really catch like what is the lifestyle of these people and I wanted to empathize with that message because at the end of the day like yeah that that is kind of the beautiful thing about this is like this is representing a perspective that is not always given uh, the light of the day um, in mainstream society and 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 the thing is, is like even though like I'm a I'm a city folk guy like look. Hiccup people. I'm a city folk guy getting a master's degree in literature. Like, I'm a teacher. I'm, like, about as city slicker liberal as it fucking gets. But I do support people that live like this. I mean, these are salt of the earth people. A lot of them are the sons and daughters of, like, farmers and fishermen and working class people. And that is fine. Like, that lifestyle is great. But my big thing with Hiccup, and as we've all said, there's no surprise here, is, like, there's a lot of unabashed uh, embracing of the rebel flag, the Confederate battle flag. And, like, I totally get the argument. I understand the perspective of, like, you're, you, you're raised in a society where you see that flag and it represents something positive. Your pappy has that flag. Your pappy's pappy had that flag. It represents cultural and southern heritage. I I get it if that's your perspective that you're coming from. Um, And I know that in a lot of the South, that is very common. And it does not actually, it really is a heritage, not hate type of thing. But the thing is... For you. For you, exactly. At the end of the day, like, even if to you that flag means that thing the reality is that to a lot of people the flag means something very different and i think a lot more people than you really realize and a lot of people that will rep that flag they can brush shoulders with some of the worst energy of this country of energy that actually tried to preserve slavery like capital racism like that is the thing man and and what's what's crazy like you were saying mark about like how this could be something that's very innovative, it's like, you know, this is hop. This is, like, coming from a sort of a, a movement like uh, like hip-hop is a movement that is a primary focus on youth, on change, on lived experiences and representing those things. hop could be a movement within, like, the country music perspective, within of that kind of southern salt of the earth, basically Republican mentality that is willing to actually take a stand and grow up a little bit and move past that flag, dude, that is something that some artists have done, fucking NASCAR did it, like, there is an element of the South and and an element of that culture that is trying to move on, but Hiccup, like, you're getting kind of big, but the thing is, is, like, that flag represents something so insidious to other people, and it's a tragedy that that, that you see that has, like, your, like, emblem of what represents your heritage, but like, I'm sorry. You can represent that heritage through like your lived experiences, through trucking and mudding and fishing and whatever, dude. Like, but that flag has got to go, and that's my biggest thing. Until like I just cannot personally give the okay to this whole thing as long as that is a crucial element of the culture. So I'm gonna have to say because only and only because of the Confederate flag, I'm gonna say the good times are killing us with hiccup. <laughs>
1: You nasty. think it's a critical element of the whole genre?
2: I think it's it's a and it's an element that like it's the thorn in the side of the genre and it is a prevailing aspect of the kind of cult, cultural heritage of all this. And it's what? like this can this this cultural heritage and understanding can be can be can have ground in a wider world, but that flag just you got to you have to culturally exercise that shit out of there.
1: Sorry to hold you off any longer, kid down. but do you think it's the equivalent of racism in black metal? Is it that thorn? Is it that big of a thorn? or is it's it-
2: it's weirder because like racism in black metal is definitely like we're like neo-nazi, white supremacist, ideological type shit. And, like, that's more on an ideological level, and especially in Europe, where that shit actually more recently was a, was a, was a big issue, like, the Nazis and the fascists. In, in, in the case of, like, hop, I think, I, again, I understand the perspective of people who rock a rebel flag and, like, really see it as a heritage on hate thing. I understand that. If that's all you've ever known, like, I can understand that. So I don't think that they're quite equal, because, like, you're taking a very conscious decision to be a, a Nazi if you're in black metal... The the decision to be associated with the real legacy of that Confederate flag, I think, is not as much of a choice. I think to a lot of people that like are raised with that has like a symbol, it's just something that they know, and you know, I, I think it's a little bit more uh, obligatory for them than you know right, that type right. of thing.
3: All right, K Town, what you got, baby? So I mean, that was my whole my arg- my argument. Thinking in my head this whole time was black metal. Mm-hmm. Um, like Payne was saying, like in black metal there is a lot of racism and fascism and nazis but you have to choose to be that those those are an extreme side and it is really sad that there's that in the genre because black metal is really cool really diy all this stuff but there is this really racist undertone but you have to choose to be that there's no there's no fence sitting you're not like you're, you're either a Nazi Or you're not, or you're not. There, There's there's no in between Like if you're cool With the Nazi flag Being th- flown at the show You're a Nazi <laughs> You're with the shit You're with the shit Like whether you say You're not or not You are a Nazi if, if a Nazi sits at the table With five people There's not just one Nazi At the table There's six Nazis That's my opinion That's how it is So with the whole Hick hop thing Like I'm really Like it's cool That like they have a new way of like expressing like their their lifestyle, just like rap, man. When rap came out, like that was awesome because like that was an outlet for a group of people who didn't have a whole lot of mainstream clout or like the ability to express their journey and their lives through the, uh, a medium until they had hip hop. Hip hop really changed the way for a lot of young kids to express themselves artistically and to move up and to get better, get in a better place in the world, and to inspire other people to create this awesome art and this whole movement like hip-hop's amazing for that same thing with country country did that so it's really cool to see this mix of the two and like these two almost kind of same side of uh two different sides of the same coin like a lot of these guys are like country boys are living some of the same struggles that you know Mm -hmm. young african-americans are living that are dealing with like into hip-hop like there's a lot of poverty there's a lot of Brutality and just hard work and struggle that and struggle. both sides face, and mm-hmm. that's really cool. But at the same time, hip hop has this universal fence your uh problem with the Confederate flag. Yeah, that a black black metal doesn't black metal admits that there's Nazis in it, but there's people that choose not to be Nazis, and there's people that choose to be Nazis. Hick hop has a Confederate flag problem. There's people that choose to embrace the Confederate flag for racial things. And then there's people that give a pass to the Confederate flag because they say, I'm not racist. That's a good
2: point. It. Cause like within black metal, there's a lot of people who are like very much like fuck racism, fuck that. Yeah. You don't really see that much That's of that not, in Hick hop. Th- in yeah. Hick hop, it's either
3: I'm fucking racist and I love the Confederate flag or it's I'm not racist. I love the Confederate flag and I don't care that you think it's racist. Boom. Yeah. And that is yeah. a problem. There it is. Yep. It's you're still, that is a problem. That is a problem. That's my whole problem with hip hop The music is really good. I don't fuck with it. It's not my cup of tea. But I can really see how it is a blend of genres, and it's really cool that that's happening. But at a fundamental level, they have a quote unquote heritage, not hate. And I'm sorry, that's not an argument. It is. It is hate.
1: Can't give them a pass.
3: You can't give them a pass. I was grown. I I was born and raised Southern Baptist. In the state of Virginia, I know that's north. We are the capital of the Confederacy. I had very redneck upbringings on certain sides of the family that were really about it. And you know what? I don't have to have a Confederate flag to be proud of my heritage. I I went to Boy Scouts. I learned how to fucking do shit in the woods and camp. And I learned all this cool shit from my grandfather and my cousins and my uncles and all this shit. And I don't need a Confederate flag to embrace that. I don't Mm. need that to be a part of my identity because I know... That no matter what I feel like that flag represents to me, when I hang that up, it's representing hate to everyone else. It would be like living in a German town, a, a very high population German descent town, and having a Nazi uh, a Swatiko flag. You flying. mean a,
2: a Jewish descent town?
3: No, 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 no. Like a like a like a German town. Like oh. I had a bunch of German people. Like my ancestors are all German, and we flew a Nazi flag mm. because like that's my heritage. I had a lot of great great grandfathers that fought in the war, and we just want to respect their choice to fight for what they believed in. It be that's like, the
1: same thing. No, it'd be like doing that and then why are you doing? Then? And then while you're doing that, while flying that flag, doing something that's straight out of Jewish culture. Yeah. And be yeah, like, why yeah. aren't you guys all right with this? I, I can't have a bar mitzvah and fly the Nazi flag? Yeah,
2: that's a good point, yeah. Here's
3: my token Jew. Um, yeah, my no, uncle. it's uncle. cool, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, cool. yeah. My he, uncle he's Jews. cool with it. He's going to be at the bar mitzvah. Yeah, he's got a swastika yeah. tattoo. It's cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's which just, sounds which yeah. sounds
2: totally bizarre, is but that bizarre? is literally like...
1: It's like, like it's closest to a one-to-one, as you can
3: put The the, yeah. the fact of the matter is the Confederacy succeeded from the United States of America. They became traitors to 100%... Keep black men and women in chains and use them as slaves, rather than to fucking give them freedom, treat them like humans, and pay them fucking money.
1: Nah, brother, it was
3: states' rights. The states' rights to own slaves. The states' rights to own slaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, but uh... well, yeah, but it it, it just like I I am someone who when I was younger I was all about the Confederate flag. When I was fourteen, it was a heritage not hate thing for me. Like, I, didn't, I wasn't racist when I was flying it in my mind. It was just, you know, this is my heritage. Fuck you if you think otherwise. And then I grew up. I read a fucking book. <laughs> I listened to other people's fucking struggles and the experiences they had in life. And I realized I was being a self-fucking-righteous prick. Fuck y'all. Stop fucking waving the flag. It's whack. Fucking hop and... is killing us. Get rid of your fucking flag. It's a flag. It's not your fucking, like... It's the same thing, like, you complaining about, like, a bitch, like, whole life is, like, about a white claw or, like, something stupid or yoga. Like, you're you're a yoga girl. You're a basic white yoga bitch. Fuck you. Get rid of the flag. You're a dork. Good times are
2: killing us. Oof. Hey.
1: Hey, well said. There well it said. is. Hey, okay.
2: anybody else got any last-minute thoughts on hop?
1: I just think, like I said, I think there's uh, some interesting stuff going on there. Uh, I hope they can let that shit go. Yeah. The artists who have let it go, I, I hope that they strive and become well, better artists and so, become more talented at the craft artists who haven't let it go i hope they eventually uh grow s- yeah grow yeah and see well, the cc uh, see, see, and it'd it,
0: if- it also be cool to see some some artists call those other artists out yeah. on yeah. their on the confederate flag shit or like whatever and like make their own it all draws you know, back to of-
1: it all draws back to the theme though and I'm, I'm afraid it all draws back to that theme of that like uh of country music that's dragged over to this hip hop, which is like we like things this way yeah the yeah. way we they don't are. want things to change at all
2: and also I th- I think within that culture there's kind of like because it is it's mostly city people liberal and northern people telling them to get rid of it they see that as like that is a group of people telling us what to do so it, they I think they see it as cowardly yeah. to to do that but the reality is that you're actually more of a coward if you are in this world and you actually had a moment you realize Damn. This is You know like, what? This
1: is kind of stupid, right? Th- this
2: flag is fucking racist, brother, and you're still just living your life. But like, I'm in too deep. Exactly. In too you're deep. in too deep. Like you actually have way more fucking courage to be able to stand up for like real morals, not just like these nationalist fucking like oh yeah, come on, brother we're from that's the why, south. Like,
1: I mean that's literally why I respect Yellow Wolf even more. Yeah, because yeah, he, yeah. he
2: saw it for what it is. He realized, and that was it. All right, y'all. Y'all ready to shut this thing on down? Yeah, we got
1: to shut it down, dude. Uh, This was a good episode. We're telling you, this was a good episode. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) accept it, accept it. So,
2: (laughs) all right, y'all. So, thank you so much for listening to the Good Times of Killing Us podcast. Our logo was designed by Rusty Painter, and our intro and ad music are from Determine.
1: Make sure you follow us on Facebook at the Good Times of Killing Us Podcast, Instagram at Good Times Killing Us Podcast, and on the Twitter at Good Underscore Times Underscore Dead. dead, dead and dead, dead, make sure dead, you leave dead, us dead, a rating dead, and review dead, on Apple dead, Podcasts dead, because uh, we'll read it on the cast. And if it's like kind of a shitty review, we'll still read it, but at the end of the cast. And this is an old review. I didn't see it for a long time. And uh, I haven't read it for a long time, but this is a bad review. It's actually a two-star review. Y'all want me to read it real quick?
2: Yeah, yeah. This this review is actually so perfect. If you've been listening to this episode and you're like, "Look at these fucking these woke tards being this way or whatever," here's someone who thinks the exact opposite.
1: Okay. This uh, this uh, the tagline says, "If you're a douche, this podcast is for you." Hey. Two stars for good topics, okay content, and passable comments from the main podcaster. I'm guessing that's you, Payne. Thanks. (laughs) It's a shame this podcast is not funny, filled with toxic masculinity, rude and offensive comments, a lack of critical thinking, and a complete lack of diverse opinions. Can't believe I still have to listen to men talk like this in 2021.
3: Neoliberal Alert! Neoliberal Alert! Neoliberal Alert! Uh, that, Hillary
2: Clinton fucking sucks!
1: What do you mean uh, a lack of diverse uh, opinions? We were split down the middle on this episode.
2: Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, people complain about whatever. That's the thing is, like, even if you listen to this podcast and you think that we're a bunch of, like, overly woke people, there are people on the woke side who fucking are so annoying and reductionalist and just simple and can't understand a unique perspective so fuck them
1: Honestly, <laughs> like that's, that's kind of been my fa- favorite thing about doing this podcast is that like it used to like I used to like be really sensitive to certain comments and shit like oh fuck man this person thinks that we suck or whatever but like then I realized that like, like yeah like you said like some people think we're like too fucking woke, and yeah. some people think like, "Oh, these guys are fucking uh, toxic as fuck, like not woke enough." So it's like, I don't know they, what the they, fuck they you just guys think, want they, from they us. They think yeah. I'm toxic.
2: They think yeah. I'm toxic. No, no, they put it on all of us. I
1: don't, I don't know, what, I don't know what you people want from us. All right, so like, you know, I think we're just gonna keep doing what we're doing.
2: Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing—you can't please everybody, and you know, we're not trying to please everybody. We're not trying to spit I'm Not trying, trying to kind of-
3: please anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I don't like. Your fucking DNC bullshit. Yeah, we're doing this shit for free. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> let, me I mean, get some, I, let me get some of that Hillary money, bro. I mean, I don't know.
2: I can see that commenter being like a hardcore Bernie person. There's a side of like uh, super wokeness. Nah, dude. There's a side of super wokeness. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you know. You no, don't know. No, that, no, that's
3: know what definitely some neo lib shit. I don't know. But anyway. They, they, they this is the person that's saying that Bernie was being a toxic masculinity, <laughs> masculinity person by interrupting Hillary when she was lying in his face. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that might be it. That yeah. might be it. It's a, it's a it's 100 a
2: Alrighty, y'all. So, you know what? Uh, Just like the fucking legacy of the Confederacy, the legacy of the Confederate flag, this episode is now fucking dead! (laughs)
1: Ain't no fast talking. <laughs> yeah,
2: woman. That's just like some shit that you say when you're dumb. Like <laughs> it's like, damn! I fast can't talk.
1: understand you.
2: <laughs> you're talking you're too fast for me. I'm stupid, ma'am.
1: City drawl. I can't understand that.
2: With your city slicking, fast talking, no hook, no bait. You hooking. probably can't even bait a hook, <laughs> city bitch. Like what a weird thing to gatekeep on, like baiting, <laughs> baiting, a, baiting a hook. That's so how it is out here.
1: You probably won't even put on a Confederate flag between yeah. me and jump in the mud.
2: Just everything different. You probably uh, you probably drive a car. Well, I drive a truck.
1: You never you, make it out here.
2: You probably wear that. I wear this. You pro-
1: you probably don't even get off the asphalt. <laughs> well, you ain't gonna make it to my house.
2: You ain't even gonna make my house. is in a field down there. You got to go through two miles of mud. These the are things mile. I
1: actually have heard in songs. Like I get multiple songs.
2: Like, <laughs> like, don't even th- try
1: to come out to my house if you ain't got a four by four. If you can't put four on the floor, don't even try.
2: Like they're a fucking like boat, like in the middle. Like they're like an island in the middle of the water. Like you just,
1: I'll just, come pick you up from the from the blacktop.
2: In my tree, Fiddy. <laughs> I'm gonna come pick you up, throw you in the back. And we're going mud because we have no choice. Cause my house in the is in the middle of a giant mud pit.
1: <laughs> Cause my house is in a literal mud ball. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> sometimes it gets in the house. <laughs> sometimes it gets real dirty down there, and so, the bugs get in.
1: Sometimes the mud gets in the house when the rainwater gets up high, but. It, but you know, you know Cynthia. She just puts on the Confederate flag bikini and she just fucking and I all my f- around in there. I and
0: mean, you know that mud. gets in places where the sun don't shine. You know that. Hell right. yeah, brother.
1: I fucking love that mud,
2: brother. I fucking <laughs> love that flag. You <laughs> both together. I. I mean, you know, City Folk. They see mud come down in their house and they get all upset about it. Me. I'm living, baby. I'm in that mud. My, it's in my butt cheeks.
1: God damn it! When that mud comes down, I get so excited.
2: (laughs) You can't even see
1: the paint on my truck. Nothing like a good
2: old mud butt. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting down in the mud watching TV. (laughs) Sitting down in the mud filing my taxes. When I pull up
1: my truck, stick it in your butt. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
4: Oh, (laughs) fuck.